This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Donald Trump has just announced that he has been informed he has been indicted by the federal government, by Biden's DOJ relating to the classified documents in his home. This coming on a day when a new report has come out showing that Joe Biden received a bribe to fire the Ukrainian prosecutor from someone in Burisma. Or I I want to make sure we're very careful and very clear. We've got what appears to be FBI confirmation that Joe Biden was bribed. The bribery is related to firing the prosecutor. What many people long suspected or believed we got a lot of big breaking news to talk about. Donald Trump being indicted for the second time. He'll likely be indicted a third time in Georgia. And then we have the Ron DeSantis campaign using AI images of Trump, Trump hugging and kissing Dr. Fauci. Now, to be honest, that one's substantially less consequential than the others, but it does pertain to the election and everything. So I think we should bring it up. I'm not going to waste time. Let's jump right into our sponsor spot, castbrew.com. If you want to support our work, Castbrew Coffee. Is our coffee brand. Go to Casper.com, purchase our coffee because it's very, very good. It really is my favorite. And uh, we're sponsoring ourselves. So instead of relying on other companies to sponsor the show, we started our own company. We're going to build culture. We're going to challenge the machine with your support. We'll keep doing more. So go to Castbrew.com, but also go to TimCast.com. Click join us, become a member to support our work because we actually do have a rather spicy, uncensored members only show coming up at about 10 p.m. tonight. You don't want to miss it. Again, not family friendly, but definitely sign up to become a member to support our work directly. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. Don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us to talk about this and so much more is Adam Weiss. Thanks for having me, Tim. Uh, Adam Weiss, I'm CEO of AMWPR, strategic political uh, communications company. I'm the guy people call when they're in Rikers or real crisis situation happens. And one of these old friends of mine who was in Rikers a dozen ago just texted me and said, Trump's been indicted again. I can't believe this happened. So it's a sad day in America and uh, this shouldn't happen in our country. Right on. Well, thanks for hanging out. We also have Alad Eliyahu. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Alad. I'm a reporter here at Timcast News. You can find me and other journalists here at Timcast News work at Twitter uh, at Timcast News. Thanks for having me, Tim. Right on. Seamus Coughlin. Look who we have here, Elad, back again. Um, I'm I'm Seamus. I'm I'm really excited for tonight's show. I actually think it's going to be a fun time. And I run a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We released a video today that's doing pretty well. The audience is really seeming to enjoy it, engage with it. So I would suggest you guys check it out. We were making fun of the new Little Mermaid reboot, uh, as well as other reboots that do the obnoxious race swapping thing and then get upset with people for noticing. Uh, so go over there, check it out. I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. We had guest stars uh, Adam and Sitch on it. It's a fun project. Well, hello, everyone. Ian Crossland. I am a wizard and a shaman. Uh, also, we have Serge Duprea. Hey, yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm excited for today's show. Good to see you, Elad, as always. Let's do it. All right, we have this from Truth Social. Donald Trump has posted saying, the corrupt Biden administration has informed my attorneys that I have been indicted seemingly over the boxes hoax. Even though Joe Biden has 1,850 boxes at the University of Delaware, additional boxes in Chinatown, D.C., with even more boxes at the University of Pennsylvania, 
and documents strewn all over his garage floor where he parks his Corvette and which is, quote, secured by only a garage door that is paper thin and open much of the time. He continues, I have been summoned to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami on Tuesday at 3 p.m. I never thought it would. Uh, I never thought it possible that such a thing could happen to a former president of the United States who received far more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country and is currently leading by far all candidates, both Democrat and Republican, in polls of the 2024 presidential election. I am an innocent man. This is indeed a dark day for the United States of America. We are a country in serious and rapid decline, but together we will make America great again. Elon Musk has chimed in responding to ALX posting this saying there does seem to be far higher interest in pursuing Trump compared to other people in politics. Very important. The justice justice system rebut what appears to be differential enforcement or they will lose public trust. Elon, I appreciate the sentiment, but you are a couple years too late. It's happening. The federal indictment by the Biden DOJ is direct election interference. It is subversion of the United States election. It's just, I don't even know what to say other than, yo, look, man, I don't see how this country remains on this path. I don't see how the United States stands and continues to function when you've got the sitting president filing an indictment against his chief rival. And the same day, and we'll get to it in a minute, where Evidence is coming out proving Biden is corrupt mm-hmm. and was bri- and was taking bribes. Well, it, it, not just Biden, right? The entire political establishment has been for a very long time, and we've seen selective prosecutions occur. I think in the case of Dinesh D'Souza, it was very obvious that his prosecution was politically motivated, though he did commit a crime. It's one that typically uh, is not pursued in one which almost never carries the penalty, which he received, which was jail time. So this has been happening for a while here, and now they're just moving on to higher and higher profile people, like the former president of the United States and one of the number one polling people who's currently running in 2024. When Donald Trump said that if he was in charge of the justice system in the United States, Hillary Clinton would be in jail, in an absolutely brilliant moment, which was hilarious and very rhetorically effective, the response from the media was, this sets a very dangerous precedent. Now, I think it's a little bit different, right? Because there are things that Hillary Clinton has done that we can point to and say, Almost anyone else who had done these things would at the very least be investigated and very likely be prosecuted. Now, with Donald Trump, what they're trying to nail him for is having classified documents, even though he as president had the authority to declassify them and did so. So there's absolutely nothing here, but they want to lock him up because he is setting an example for the American people. And so now they need to make one out of him. I sure I sure think that Trump, uh, I bet Trump regrets not prosecuting Hillary Clinton. Hmm. I was like, we're going to lock her up. And then as soon as he got elected, he's like, we're not going to do it. And now he's probably really upset that he didn't because they're coming after him with with everything they've got. Well, he had a weak uh uh, Justice Department from the beginning. Remember, Sessions yep. mm-hmm. gave in right away. It must have been a month into the administration. Yep. They Pathetic. went after Flynn. He VP fired Flynn. And we sat through four five, four years of this Russia hoax every day. CNN, MSNBC, the whole mainstream Russia hoax. And there was nothing there. But Jeff Session appointed a special prosecutor right off the bat. And we have to live with that. You think, you think Merrick Garland will appoint a special prosecutor looking to Joe Biden's $5 million? <laughs> Never. We have two two uh, tiers of justice in this country. I thought it was interesting that they released this uh, on a Thursday at 7.40 p.m. right before we go live. Like, I'm not saying we're the center <laughs> of the universe, but do they want to make a public spectacle? Is this more well, about- Trump announced it. 
That's true. That's true. I was watching Tim Cast, and I thought, it? quite frankly, they should break it. I would love that. Um, let's see if we can get him on the phone. If they, oh, that'd be amazing. If they, if they want to make a public spectacle, is it is the goal here to humiliate Donald Trump, or is the goal to put him in jail? Both. Uh, yes. I think context yeah. here is very important. So Donald Trump will be the first former president who's ever been indicted on something. This is the second time he's going to be indicted. So first in New York City, the Manhattan District Attorney was working with the grand jury to indict Trump for these so-called hush money payments to Stormy Daniel. Now we have uh, the Department of Ju Justice um, looking into these classified documents, the second indictment that's ever come up. Also, there's, I think, potentially a third indictment that's going to come from Georgia yep. um, surrounding efforts to potentially... Uh, with what he said with um saying looking events. looking for votes yeah. uh, uh with that whole scandal there's also another civil suit against the trump organization about lying to lenders and insurers about his assets but what's key here is that this is the first former president to be indicted and i know there's a myth that nobody's above the law but guess what the president and former presidents actually are above the law there's a lot of things that people could have thought of to indict former presidents on we spoke about it earlier. Barack Obama droned American citizens overseas. Whether or not that you, some people think that's justified, that's something that could potentially be indicted on. People call George Bush that say that he started an illegal war in Iraq. But no, the first indictment of a former president that we're seeing is initially for hush money payments, and now this declassified document. Eli, you're gonna, you're gonna start making me support this. I mean, if this opens the door for us to go after former presidents and prosecute them, man, I hope he gets yeah. off and he should. If, but let's do it. Well, what's they, it say? If, if this is the first former president. No, agreed. I agree. I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. If they indicted Trump over the commando raids in Yemen mm -hmm. that resulted in the death of, allegedly, the death of an American girl, mm -hmm. Abdurrahman Al-Laki's sister, that one is more conjecture than Abdurrahman Al-Laki, but should be investigated. If they indicted him for that, said an investigation found this to be the case, I'd be like, well, what do you want me to say? You, you order these raids and you kill American citizens, you get charged. They're not doing that. Mm -hmm. They're not. Because they, why would you they won't yeah. do that because then... Everyone's going to be like, <clears throat> Mr. Obama, right this yep. way, sir, into yep. this vehicle. You know what, though? They're so shameless that they would prosecute Trump for something like that and just not look yep. into Obama or Biden. I mean, that's the whole point and here, then, right? And they, then the, these the, people the, are all criminals. And, and then all the people on Twitter would be like, well, actually, it's justified because in this instance... Yep. It's yep. also dangerous, though, because when a Republican president will eventually get back into office, we will see attorney generals in different states say, hey, let's go indict a former Democrat. Let's go investigate until we find something. A good prosecutor could indict a rock. So mm. right. mm. we, don't, Demo we don't know what the indictment is right now. It's definitely a process crime, which is kind of a joke. And years ago, they got Martha Stewart on a process crime. So when you bring enough of a staff in front of the grand jury and somebody forgets one little thing because they can't have the exact memory, oh, the, you're lying. So mm. it's very easy when you have the whole weight of the Justice Department behind you, millions of dollars, they can get you on anything. This mm -hmm. is a real joke. They're not going to get him that he's holding documents because he's ex-president. Then you'd have to go get Biden. You'd have to go get Pence. You'd have to go get Obama. So it's just going to be a silly process crime, but they want to stop Trump from running. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. 
and they want to stop him from. Do you guys want to see when a Republican is eventually president again that um, attorney generals from red states go after yes. former Democrat? Absolutely, and former Republicans, all former Republicans go after Bush, yeah. go after but Obama, so go after Biden, that's go after what, all of them. That's not how it would be, though. It'd be hyper. Depends on the Republican, but you're probably right. It, most Republicans wouldn't, but I think somebody like Trump would. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think part of what makes this country great and has made it great is that we haven't fallen into petty squabble like that in 250 years. Like, we just don't do that because uh, we have bigger dish, bigger issues. Short, short, shorten your time span here, buddy. Okay. 160. Years. Yeah. I mean, it's been since years. the Civil War, you could say. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Okay. But <laughs> well, for I the guess most part, petty squabble, that was that wasn't yeah, petty. Was yeah. That, that was a big deal. We had to end slavery and, and you know, there was it was a big problem. But this is like. Just that he said, she said, he's carrying a box of documents. He's, he, he signed this paperwork. He ordered that kill. He ordered that kill. Like, yo, it's the biggest military in the world. It's the most dangerous machine on earth. And someone's got to point the buttons, point the, point the guns. Um, I, I just, there's so many more bigger problems on earth that we should be focused on than, than arresting past po political opponents. It's so ridiculous, man. It's a dangerous, oh, no, sorry. dangerous I, no, escalation I, of a tit for tat is what's going to happen. Well, this is what's really shocking. I, I shouldn't say shocking, but something worth pointing out. And it's that there are two segments of the population and they're relatively large demographics. Okay, These are people who are either in category A, willfully ignorant, or in category B, not willfully ignorant, who believe that this is the first time since Nixon that an American president has done something worthy of pursuing with an indictment or charges. Yeah. There are people who are looking at this and they're saying, oh my goodness, all of our presidents have behaved within the law and haven't committed war crimes, haven't betrayed the American people, haven't betrayed their oath of office, and then Donald Trump came along and there are good reasons to indict that man and the best of them is that he had declassified documents that he declassified himself. People are willing to believe this. Well, the remarkable thing is the logic makes no sense. If Trump can't declassify anything at any time, then he's literally not the authority of this country to have conversations pertaining to war. Mm -hmm. How can you be the commander in chief of the armed forces? And then this is the example I gave last time. It's like you meet with Vladimir Putin and he's like, you know, I, I want you to move these missiles out of this territory. What missiles? Yeah. OK, we know the U.S. has missiles here. You move them. Otherwise, it's war. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't confirm or deny. I don't have the authority. Biden probably does say what missiles, though, to be fair. He's like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What? Is do we have missiles? He gets on the phone. He's like, are there missiles in Ukraine? There are. Is, do you think, oh, man. You think the implication. And then, then he gets off the line. He's like, I don't know if there's missiles there. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that the implication is that Donald Trump didn't declassify the documents before he, doesn't, he took them? There's, there's no process for it. Okay. The president has plenary declassification powers. He can literally just be like, these are no longer classified. So I, I had them on me, therefore they're not classified anymore. He's, he did say they were declassified. But they're like arguing there's some kind of formal process by which the president does not need, needs to get approval from someone else. Mm -hmm. But they're not going after him on this. Apparently, the report is that they're charging him with losing possession of classified documents or something like that, or of, of sensitive national security documents. So they're actually trying to avoid the question uh, of whether or not he classified or declassified by saying it's a totally different law. Now, losing act, losing control of secured documents is something Hillary Clinton did when she would forward all that stuff to Jake Sullivan, like out of her 30,000 emails or whatever she had, there's... there I. I, you know, I, I should have one that I could pull up right now that was legitimate national security mm -hmm. risk. But she was, as far as I understand, not supposed to be forwarding 
you know, Secretary of State documents to this guy, Jake Sullivan. Well, Ian, I think there's a good argument to be made that every single one of the 30,000 emails that Hillary Clinton deleted was a potential national security risk if she were to be elected for one very simple reason. She didn't want people to see those emails. And there was a receiver, which means there were people who would have the leverage over the sitting president of the United States of being able to release these emails that she deleted when she was subpoenaed. So that in and of itself means that someone else could end up pulling the strings or someone else could end up uh, being in a position where the president owes them this favor because they have blackmail. You mean because someone else received documents from mm -hmm. Hillary that she means anyone could have them? Well, no, my point is, so Hillary Clinton has these 30,000 emails and then she deletes all of them. Because she clearly doesn't want uh, an investigation to be looking into those emails. She doesn't want the American people to see them. Well, here's the thing. She can only delete those emails on her end. She can't go into the inbox of every person who received one of those emails and then delete it. Which means there are people who had the emails that she didn't want the public to see. Which means those people have dirt on her. Have, you know, quote unquote information that could lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. And for, and for as much as we joke about what happens to those people, and for as much as I've said, I think the real black pill is that no amount of information will lead to the arrest <laughs> of Hillary Clinton. The fact is, it is a massive liability for the president of the United States to have information out there that people can blackmail them. Yeah, with. I think so she's sending it on a blackberry. CNN's reporting that is seven counts in the indictment, according to sources. They came in for the first one at like 31 counts, I think, of that first indictment. And there was like... But this is the same count for the, it was like one problem. And they, because the oh, one right. problem was, you know, in, in 30 different emails, they were like, it's 30 different counts. That's what they do. Man, I don't even want to, it was more than 50,000 pages of, e of private emails uh, for Hillary, by the way. I don't even want to prosecute Hillary. I just want people to know about it. Funny enough, well, is it the we only We do president. need to prosecute Hillary. We do. I was kind of glad he didn't go through with it. And I was devastated yeah. when he said that on stage because it really did set a precedent. I thought no, I, I, he's not I, the, only no, he, I said uh, Trump's not the only president with classified document problems because Joe Biden's also under investigation right now for something similar handling the mishandling of classified documents. So maybe I, we yeah. should speed up that investigation too. Well, and I would take Joe's it a step further because a VP can't declassify and neither can a senator, right? He's the president now, but there's reason to believe that he stored these uh, while he was VP or while he was a senator. But I'm sorry, continue. But going back to what what Hillary, it was only James Comey, the that brilliant FBI director we had at the time, sat in front of had a major press conference, said she did ten things wrong. But I'm not going to pursue her. Could you imagine Merrick Garland or Jack Smith saying, "Well, Trump did ten things wrong, but it's not. We're not going to go after him. Never. Mm -hmm. So never this, again." Well, ladies and gentlemen, we do have more news because it's a heck of a day in this country. I, I just want to mention one thing. No, yeah, it was um, the documents were specifically discovered in a place that he was using before the start of the 2020 campaign, right? So these documents Biden had had to have been collected while he was either VP or in the Senate. In either case, he could not declassify. Or not in office at all. I mean, if he got him in 2017, mm. he wasn't even serving at all, in any capacity mm. at that point. So Joe Biden is actually, at the same time as Trump is being indicted, Joe Biden is being implicated in a bribery scheme which it's, it's expanding we've known about it fox news reports joe biden allegedly paid five million dollars by barisma executive as part of a bribery scheme according to fbi document biden's son hunter was a board member of barisma and also allegedly in on the scheme it's actually fairly simple they wanted the prosecutor fired the post-millennial reports mtg reveals fbi informant reported biden was bribed to have the ukrainian prosecutor fired who was investigating Burisma. On Thursday, Rep. MTG held an emergency event after reading the FBI's FD-1023 form that alleges a bribery scheme involving Joe Biden during his days as vice president, revealing that payments were made to the Biden family by Burisma, the Ukrainian oil company, which Hunter Biden sat on the board of. 
back in 2015-16, Burisma was looking to buy a U.S.-based oil and gas company. And this came from being advised by Hunter Biden, advised by Hunter Biden and his partners. Biden said Victor Shokin was corrupt. This is around the same time of his meeting, which was when Joe Biden, as vice president, said that Prosecutor Shokin was corrupt. So we basically know what happened. Joe Biden goes to Ukraine, threatens the president. He says, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the loan guarantees, which is illegal. He doesn't have the authority to do that. Those are congressionally approved loan guarantees. They told him that. And he says, call the president, see what he says. He says, well, SOB, guy gets fired. And then we got in someone good, which is a complete fabrication. Victor Shokin, the prosecutor, was investigating Burisma. I think there was at least a dozen or more active investigations. And now we have from this FBI document what appears to be confirmation. It's all true. The quid pro quo yep. in the situation. I remember a president getting um, impeached for something like this. Yeah, yeah. Quid pro quo. I remember hearing that. Uh, right. Remember that, that, that phrase, phrase so much? Constantly. This is Donald, the pro to the quid pro. Here's they the impeached million. Donald Trump for what Joe Biden did. Mm -hmm. And now they are trying to indict Donald Trump for something Joe Biden also did. <laughs> also did. And all, and all Trump did was say, can you look into this? That's all. Yep. Well, and also, but e even this, right? I, I get the point you're making, but it's, it's a false equivalency because... With the store, with the uh, store documents, Biden had no power to declassify, and Trump did. So when people say these are the same thing, it's like, well, no, it's not because what Biden did was worse. Maybe and, and, and same here, right? I don't, I don't know how to we, verify if they declassified or not. Because what if what if Obama's like, oh yeah, I declassified all that stuff Biden's he, got in his garage? Yes, he's the full. He was the well, president. He yeah, he wasn't the president at the time. O Obama, yeah. I mean, but Obama. but if Obama, if we found Obama had documents, well, he was the president, right? But if there's. If, if the VPS documents that Obama declassified. Oh, I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood. Uh, well, we would need Obama to come forward and say, oh, yes, and I gave those to him and said, uh, keep, keep them in your garage. That's a good idea. Uh, and leave some <laughs> at your weird, like, little office in Chinatown. Uh, do that. Good job, Joe. Like, may, maybe good that job, happens. Joe. Maybe, but I, we have no reason to believe it. Man, I want to know more about this FBI you know, release. If, if you took, if we're all into politics. We watch this every day. But if you took an average group of people that, didn't watch politics and you lined them up and you said the crime trump had documents biden five million so and so i guarantee 90 percent of them said what biden did is by far the worst and tim if you google oh, yeah. right now i bet nobody has this covered in the media except yeah for mike, mike cernovich pointed out they you. timed the indictment hmm. with the uh, day of uh, release the, yeah the 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 barisma information however if if that's true trump's the one who posted about it to be fair, though, CNN did report it as well. So maybe Trump came out and said this because it was getting picked up. I think they were planning on releasing it next week is what I saw, the indictment announcement. But maybe because this was dropping today, they were like, let's just get it out early. Yeah, yeah CNN's reporting on the issue came uh, 40 minutes after Trump's uh, truth post. So Does it cite his sure. truth post? Uh, it does, yeah. yeah it sounds what like came Trump out after. wrote the story. Get ahead of it, DT. Right, it may be that Trump is the one who... Uh, uh, Basically, look, the headline for this episode of Timcast IRL before the Donald Trump indictment came down was Joe Biden Burisma scandal report confirms bribery, blah, 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 blah. And blah. now we're reporting on, on. And now the lead story is Trump. Is that indicted. is exactly what the media narrative would like it to be anyway. They want us to be talking about Donald Trump right now and not Biden. Mm. This is I, I got to know more about this FBI document. I mean, I don't know what to trust, who to trust. I know there's a lot of evidence that Biden went over there and did some dirty work to get that prosecutor fired. I mean, he he admitted it in public. And laughed about it. Yeah. Um, so last but, time Trump was indicted, he raised $34 million and mm -hmm. got a little boost in the poll as a result of this. What do you guys think the electoral consequences of this will be moving forward? This is forward? a federal indictment. This is big. 
Do you think it'll give him a bump and more oh, yeah. like a rally around our guy effect as a yep. result of this? I yeah. have to wonder if they really just want Trump to be the nominee. They definitely want they Trump to want be the nominee. Santa's. Yeah, but do you think that's what the move here was to make it seem like we're going after Trump, Trump and then make, you know, all the Republicans defend him? Because now what is DeSantis going to say about this? So. Well, I don't know what the move was or whether it was intentional. But what I will say is even though earlier I alluded to the fact that there are some Americans out there and a disturbingly large number of Americans who think that you know, this is the first time in decades a president has done anything illegal or worth uh, civil authorities looking into. The reality is most people do know that's not true. And so when one president is indicted by a system that they know is corrupt and that they know allows for elites to commit crimes and is allowed for other presidents to commit crimes, they go, interesting, why him, right? He, he must be doing something that's different from all the things these political leaders have been doing to screw us for a very long time. I, I think people on both sides if, of the aisle and moderates can see that. If you're a that. Democratic strategist, mm -hmm. you want Trump in the general, and then I don't... I'm, I mean, indictments are political. All of this is obviously political. But then indicting him to try to make him more po uh, uh, more popular in the primary is would be a decent right. democratic strategy. Yeah. I strategy. That's true. Oh, yeah, you make him more popular in the primary than in the general. You make it so he can't that he has to. You want step him out. in the general because theoretically, DeSantis does better against Biden. But also, I'm thinking if you're indicted, it doesn't play as well to a general audience as it would to yep. a primary audience. Yeah. Well. Oh, sorry. The vibe I get is that he they want to make it so that Donald Trump cannot run for president again, which is going to inflame so many millions and tens of millions of people. Why on hell's green earth would they do that? I mean, maybe they really believe that Donald Trump would win. There's one person that what has the that? authority to pardon him. Joe Biden, right now. Uh, what if, if he does? You know, just, <laughs> just be a nice guy. Of course, man. Superman. Yep. So I, I want to see some Biden Superman memes if that happens. But that's, you know, that'd be an awesome that, coming I, together moment if Trump was indicted for something. And then, you know, um, Biden just, you know, told him, hey, it's OK. Because if you're indicted and for Trump seven Biden crimes up. <laughs> by the feds, this is hard. This is really hard to get out of. Yeah, because mm. then Biden would be like. Make America great again he, to Trump. And Trump's like, I will. Let's put this partisanship be awesome. behind us. We don't need to indict Trump. Let's just drop it now. Let's move forward. But the thing no, is, look, 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 it's right? almost not partisanship because there are a lot of Republicans they would never do this to. We we have, but look, look what's happening. Right now, we have news. Joe Biden was allegedly paid $5 million as part of the Burisma bribery scheme. Mm -hmm. And we just keep going back to Trump. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that was the right play by Trump to be posting about this. Because we would be just going heavy into Hunter Biden, the crack, the diary, all of this stuff. <laughs> Instead, it's like, yes, Joe Biden did this thing. And anyway, here's Trump. He yeah, fundraised so much after the first indictment. I'm sure he's going to raise a ton of money after the second indictment, too. But so so this is an interesting point you're making, because I've said in the past, I think it's very possible that the left wing establishment is trying to engage in another attempt at the Pied Piper strategy. They want him to try to run for president or not just try, but for him to get the nomination because they think he'll lose a general election. But I've heard other people who believe that Trump would lose the general election kind of make the opposite argument to the one you're making. So uh, I was having a conversation with Will Chamberlain a couple of months ago on my podcast, and this was right when the documents being found at Joe Biden's uh, house was a news story and I asked him why do you think that they would be leaking this now and, and his response was basically I think the reason they're leaking this now is because they don't want to prosecute Trump because that might prevent him from running and they want him to run so I think prosecuting him or not prosecuting him could be taken as the Democrats wanting him to be able to run in 2024 so it's he tough can, to say he can run either way but I think what they want to make sure is 
he is hindered from campaigning. Mm-hmm. But they got to know. I mean, maybe they really don't know how good Yo. this is for his publicity. What, 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 if, what if Joe Biden gets indicted because of this story? Mm. You know, the other story that we were talking about? Oh, then, yeah, the then, five then, million that he received, <laughs> allegedly. Everyone who runs just gets indicted, and then their VPs get indicted to a smaller jail. No one knows what to do to win, so it's just different <laughs> law enforcement agencies indicting each other. <laughs> That's your campaign now. Local sheriff is just like, oh, Joe Biden once was speeding in my neighborhood. <laughs> oh it's my like, gosh. well, I guess he's got to come to court and can't campaign anymore. Where's the... Uh, we haven't really read into this story much. Do you know what this alleged payment was for exactly? To get the prosecutor fired. Yeah, we, we like, did read it. It was just straight. Well, I guess we did. It, it was so, just straightforward. Like, hey, here, get this guy fired. Barisma was being investigated by the prosecutor. There were a dozen or more investigations. And then Joe Biden swoops in and gets the guy fired. And then the investigation stopped. Did they send it to like the, a family they, trust or something. A I don't Biden know. Family trust. That's I mean, we, we saw those emails. We know about 10% for the big guy. We know that this is what they've been doing. Let me just add these layers and, and com bring these stories t together for you. Joe, Bi uh, Joe Biden is, is, is the president right now. It is his Department of Justice going after Donald Trump. Donald Trump said, can you please look into this? So they impeach him. Then Joe Biden becomes president and now is going after Trump, presumably because he's the only one who knows. Not literally, mm -hmm. but he's going after the guy that tried to take him down. And if Donald Trump gets elected, you know Joe Biden's in, in serious trouble and his family is too. So Biden's probably like, screw it, burn it all down. Mm. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. But I, I mean, this is what's, what really tricks me out, man, is that these people would put selfish needs and wants and desires ahead of the good of, of humanity. That's why they're in politics. So we, we uh, Donald Trump posted a video, uh, a video response. We're going to play this video for you right now. We have this from Truth Social. He says, I'm an innocent man. The Biden administration is totally corrupt. This election this is election interference and, and a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Make America great again. Let's uh, let's play the video. We're turn wait. It up, turn it turn, up. I got it. I got it. Just got to yeah, look at him. <laughs> Get some lighting on your face, Don. And yet they go. Oh, wait, wait. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline. And yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxes hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years that was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. But this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, it would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do 
You have a president where an election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figure the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. Mm. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments, and they lost, and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy a reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. I think he said, I'm innocent, like eight times. Yeah, that would make, if someone cut that up and made an auto-tune of a song called I'm an Innocent Man, that would be so badass. That actually would be. And he is innocent. Place Until point, proven guilty, he's innocent. Yeah. I think he's okay. just genuine, generally innocent, because I don't believe anything they're living against him. So. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Weiss, you're a but crisis guy, right? right? So, so say, a lot what's of, going on here? A lot of times I have this scenario with uh, clients, and their lawyer... And, the lawyers always say, don't speak, don't speak. And I say, don't listen to lawyers. They're just going to hold you back. It's very important that President Trump spoke right now. 50, 60 million people want to hear from him. He showed strength. He showed confidence. He showed that he's still in high spirits because most, probably most of his attorneys are saying, don't say anything. Don't go out there. Keep it quiet. You might slip. You might say something. Trump, you never know. But it's very important, I think, tonight that he spoke out. And I would have given the advice, speak out. What if like he posted a video and he was crying? <laughs> That'd be so like behind awesome. a bed sheet or something, like Chris Crocker. <laughs> like, leave me alone. He's just a human. Well, that's, what kind of human goes through this? It's unbelievable. It's Seven years yeah. of, of torture. And, and he's still trying to years. still trying to run. But Trump's the kind of guy I imagine 
when the camera goes off, he starts like punching the wall. He's you not think the, so. Yeah, I don't think he's the kind of person who's like, I can't believe they're doing this to me. Like, where oh, would they course. step? He's the kind of guy who's like, I will destroy them. Build me Maybe something great intense. so I yeah, can yeah. destroy it. No, build I bet, me another one. I bet he's like raising his voice. I, I bet he's going to his lawyers. Back. Like, Why isn't anything getting done? How is this still happening? I want lawyers. Yeah, he looked yeah, like I he was freaking out. Like I, I, I was there the night he got indicted from the uh, the city district attorney, and he was he flew right in and did a big speech at Mar-a-Lago. We went upstairs afterwards, and he's DJing the whole night, two in the morning. What? Let, like so on the record? He, 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 he takes his uh, like uh, uh, he takes his iPad. <laughs> he he, use, he takes the iPad when he's there, and he's he becomes the DJ. That's all. Awesome. Plays the tunes. Are you serious? He's like so, just picking music. So that yeah. night, yeah. He's just he goes. He, it's pretty I, good too. I, he goes I, from Sinatra to Elton John. I'd rather he's imagine it with like the one headphones. Yeah. Like, you yeah. ruined that by giving more details. I was on the iPad. It's a cartoon. I said he just got indicted. What was he gonna and do? he's playing yeah. tunes at two in the morning and having a great time. I said, unbelievable. I, right? I think he's a DJ. He's like getting indicted. This is the coolest president we've ever had. It's not even a question. <laughs> he's getting that indicted. <laughs> like a, he's probably got a lot of street cred. Trouble with the yeah. law. Yeah, we yeah. did a cartoon about that a little while ago, and now it's happening again. It's like, I don't know why I bother to keep making these every week when the news is just reruns now. Yeah. One of my favorite lines from him that he says constantly, and he said it a couple times in this speech, is that he received the most votes of any sitting president specifically <sighs> yep. because Biden wasn't a sitting president, obviously, at the mm. time. But he, he keeps saying that the most votes of any sitting president. He's not sitting it's right good, now, quite frankly. He's uh, laying. He's laying down. You know, he's not awake. It's just like a funny cop-out when he's not the president right now and he just keeps saying It's that. true, so, though. It is true. From a sitting president, yeah, but and Biden no, still got more at, votes. But, but his point him. is no other, uh, uh, what, what is it? No other sitting president received more votes and lost? Sure, but like, an we're a growing population with more voter participation every four years, so it's like a... It's right, an easy right. stat to nip. Well, I think, like I think, I think we've COVID. never had more money in our economy than we do right now. Well, but, dogs, but we've inflated COVID them. played a major role in why this didn't look the same way as it did because they basically just locked everybody in boxes and then tortured them for, for a year. Them vote and then mail-in ballots, yeah, right. and the, that played a huge role, which DeSantis said he wants to start doing aggressively, and we'll see if Trump follows up with a, mm -hmm. a similar strategy. Do you guys think that... I think he will. Don Jr. was talking about it. I mean, he doesn't oh, they're speak all talking about it. I just, I just think, like... The the fabric of this nation has been ripped to shreds. Oh yeah, and now it's just, you know, before it was things were heating up. Now at the highest level, like the fact that the Biden DOJ is just like, well, I can't beat him, so let's lock him in jail. But like, like okay, ripping a fabric apart, if the fabric is being used to suffocate your friend, and you rip the fabric to shreds and save your friend's life, that maybe that fabric needed to be ripped apart anyway. So like, are we better off or worse off since Trump became president, well, that, and not Hillary? But that that doesn't quite make sense, right? The, the the fabric of this country is what stops the people from from fighting each other in the streets. The fabric of this country is the basic rule set of look, we're not going to indict our political rival. We're going to let people vote about these things. We're not going to make up BS charges. Right now in the public sphere, we know for a fact Joe Biden is corrupt. Politico wrote about this years ago. Biden Inc. We know that his family's fortunes have tracked his career in, in, in federal government. We now have another story basically confirming he was getting bribes to fire the prosecutor. Joe Biden publicly admitted he went to the president of Ukraine and said, fire the prosecutor or I will illegally withhold loan guarantees. He just came out and said it. And they don't do anything about it. If the people of this country know for a fact that the, the government has been weaponized against one half of the population, like we are dangerously close to whatever you want to call it, 
Yeah, Ian, oh I boy. The metaphor you were looking for, Ian, was like um, a fracture doesn't heal fully, but you need to break the arm completely for it to heal fully. Not that I agree with Wait, what? If, with that's what yeah, should happen. Breaks if, if your you bone is fractured, then it doesn't heal completely. But if it breaks completely, then it does properly heal. That's a bad metaphor for what I think should happen in the nation. But mm -hmm. I think that's a cleaner metaphor for what you were looking for. Well, a clean the, break. You know, Biden yeah. is so fascinating to me. He, he's this, uh, he's like, for as much as people say this about Trump, Biden is this character study in the hubris of man because he's so late in his life and he's putting such little emphasis on his soul and so much emphasis on money and being corrupt about in order to enrich himself and his family. First Catholic about Joe president? Biden. He's, well, firstly, Kennedy, if, oh, we're, if, we're, if we're including fake Catholics, Kennedy was a fake Catholic <laughs> president before Joe Biden. Um, no, I, I think Kennedy was actually practicing, but we know behind the scenes. He was I think, doing Marilyn Monroe, wasn't that, he? That, I mean, yeah, we, we know there was some some, some stuff going on there that, that would throw him outside of like, you know, you know, he was not practicing. Isn't Biden but, Irish but, but too? My point is, yeah, no, I know you can't trust those guys. That's my whole argument. <laughs> That's the whole point. But Joe Biden, I mean, Catholics no, in politics no, no are... No Irish flag behind you tonight. Huh? I know. What are you talking about? When was there ever one? <laughs> you know the Catholics don't need to get into politics I mean, because the Vatican has so much power. I don't, don't know bother. about that, dude. They don't step down into the politics realm. They already <laughs> is that how you uh, feel in America? No, I know. I know. No, but I do think religious institutions may have more influence and power over Earth than sitting governments. I mean, but they, well, that's the thing. You know, I'm Catholic. I love my church, but you know, there are obviously people in the Catholic Church I've been very critical of, and people in the hierarchy and. Uh, I think it was Chesterton who said this, but one of the reasons I believe it's the true church is because I don't know how an organization can spend so much time being corrupt and still exist. It's been like 2,000 years with these horrible priests Which, and we're still here. Who, who's going to have faith in the, ju in the justice system anymore after this? Oh, who, no, but, but after this, I mean, I mean, after, after this, January 6th, they got to do something good. I mean, if no, for me to regain good. faith in them, they'd have to do something I mean, We have really videos of Hunter Biden that you can't show even an 18-year-old. Agreed, yeah. but you know <laughs> what? You, you know what I'll, I'll say is that... At this point, we've become so tribal that credibility is irrelevant. Right. People are going to side with not. their team, even if they know they're lying. Let's that. let's let's talk dirty politics. We have this story from TimCast.com. DeSantis campaign uses AI-generated deepfake images of Trump embracing Fauci in New Ed. Is he kissing him? Yes, he is. <laughs> Trump is hugging and kissing. And I also want to point and out, look at Trump's, see, see his hand right here? Look at Trump's seven-foot-long arm. He's nice. embracing Fauci and his arm goes all the way around Fauci. <laughs> like, just think about how long his left arm is and how he's holding Fauci and then how his other arm wraps all the way around. Yeah, it's clearly a deep fake. And so this is the, this is the DeSantis war room. They run, ran an ad says Donald Trump became a household name by firing countless people on television. But when it came to Fauci in the video, they run this image. It says real life Trump and the top left, the bottom middle and bottom right are AI generated images of Trump hugging and kissing Dr. Fauci. Wow. Now look, people like this people thought this was real. This this video I believe it's actually from it's from uh what is it from? June 5th. I think the original post is actually a few a few days before, but let's just say June 5th. That cuz that's the date listed on Twitter. Nobody noticed anything until today. I saw people posting saying, "Hey, wait a minute. The DeSantis campaign generated fake images to smear Donald Trump as favoring Dr. Fauci." You don't need to smear Trump. He wouldn't fire the guy. He says he couldn't schedule F. That I understand. But he very much let Dr. Fauci do his thing during COVID. The fact that they went this far, they opened the gates. Yo, this is, look, we're talking about indictments. We're talking about the DOJ. Welcome to modern politics. They're going to start generating fake AI images of you doing something to smear you. And this is a, a serious ad 
meant to make people believe Donald Trump actually was good friends with Fauci. Oh my gosh, they should have a disclaimer that that's fake because a cartoon you would know. No, yes. they're, they're defending it. They're doubling down. All the DeSantis supporters are doubling down hardcore saying we are allowed to do this because Donald Trump once posted a picture of Ron DeSantis riding a rhinoceros. Which everyone thought was real, of course, at the time. And you yes. know, people didn't want oh to my vote gosh. for DeSantis because of the animal cruelty. Look, uh, well, oh, here's, here's, here's a picture of Ron on a rhinoceros and and the response i got was hey tim what dis because i said the the intentional act of making a fake image putting it in a collage to trick people into thinking that trump was was what liked dr fauci is one million times different from trump insulting ron DeSantis. also yeah no in in there's context to those photographs too which you mentioned it's in a collage of other photographs, but they're talking about Trump being too soft on Fauci. And it says real life not, Trump on it. It, it will in and Trump was not making any specific claim about firstly, it's poorly photoshopped. It's obviously a joke. But secondly, Trump was not making like a claim about DeSantis riding rhinos. So so everybody responded to me saying, Why aren't you disavowing Donald Trump for his use of deep fakes? And I said, What 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 use? And they post that. And I'm like, that's a Photoshop of Ron on a rhinoceros. Are you joking? <laughs> and you know it's fake. He has a suit on. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> They're like and these deep fakes. The my, my favorite. Uh, Putin riding a they, bear. At least and they said, a shirt they said exactly. Donald Trump made a fake, posted a fake AI Twitter space. And I said, you mean with the devil and Hitler? Yeah. So here's what I tweeted. I said, you know what? They're all mad. I say, I hereby disavow Trump for posting a video of the devil and Hitler in a chat room making fun of DeSantis. Many DeSantis supporters thought it was real and it was wrong for Trump to post it. Then when this guy tweets at me, what about this picture? And it's Trump riding, a, uh, it's Ron DeSantis riding a rhinoceros. I said, I once again, I, I hereby once again disavowed Donald J. Trump. He posted a picture of Ron DeSantis riding a rhinoceros and many DeSantis supporters thought it was real. It was wrong of Trump to mislead these people in this way, and Trump must apologize for confusing DeSantis supporters with this image, and the dude deleted it. The, the, the argument that you can make fake news, fake images to trick people is in no way the same as Trump being a dick. Mm. And then people are like, "How come? what about Alex Brusowitz? He posts memes. Yes. There, there, there was an image of George Soros in the background somewhere, and then he posted something. This is another thing they're criticizing him for, where he said, apparently this wasn't George Soros, but I have to wonder. And it's like, okay. And then other people, random people online who are not Donald Trump and associated with his campaign posted photoshopped images of like Christina Peshaw and other people in the DeSantis camp. There is a big difference between Ron DeSantis's official campaign, his staff producing fake images to trick people into thinking Trump did a thing he did not do and Trump posting a picture of Ron on a rhinoceros. Mm. But I'm sorry, I guess if they really believe that happened, they were like, well, Ron never wrote a rhinoceros. Well, Trump's lying. But here's the thing. I'm a highly trained skeptic. So when I saw that picture of Ron on a rhinoceros, I didn't think it was real, but I thought, man, this deep fake technology is getting <laughs> oh, way too yeah. convincing. That's right. This is clearly Ron DeSantis on a rhino. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, dude, you can, by all means, criticize any Trump supporter for posting fake information 100 mm percent -hmm. but the idea that because some people associated with trump posted questionable things they found on the internet justifies the intentional act of posting deep fakes to lie about donald trump this is it's laughably absurd sorry have a nice day i i, I was saying before that i was like you know i really like desantis he does great in florida he's given us everything he's wanted his charisma is not there I'm leaning towards Trump simply because Trump's likely to fire all these people. Now, there is absolutely no way 
I will support Ron DeSantis unless he comes out explicitly disavowing the use of deep fakes to manipulate people. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. I think that probably of these strategists, he has all this money, sense of, how do we go, let's keep on this Fauci crusade, that he was so close to Fauci, wouldn't fire him. And maybe the pictures didn't have that hug. So let's just shove in the hug, right? Let's just, just add these two extra pictures. It will really push the envelope and show how close they were. And people won't pick up on it. That's fake. But- you know, not just a hug, a kiss. Like, if you, like, you know, Look they could have just settled for a hug. They got one where he's smooching right on the nose there. And they wrote, they wrote real life Trump. They show a bunch of real clips of Trump saying why he wouldn't fire Fauci. Legitimate criticism. And then it says real life Trump. And it shows him hugging and kissing. Look at this to the left. The White House, the, the, the room doesn't even make sense. But the White House emblem, it says Mehehap Wems. Okay. Because AI can't make language. Mm. They could have at least photoshopped So that, what was their argument that the real life was only written on the pictures that were actually literally real? So they weren't trying to, they were. Oh, no, 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 no. That's they're, what they're, they're saying. We're, the one that no, there was real none of this on. was on it. I don't believe well, that yes, was, it is. Oh, those were in the ad. Yes. I'll play the ad for you. I'll pull it up. <sighs> These are in the ad. Like, You're fired. let's play the ad. Here you go. You're fired. You're all fired. All four are fired. You're fired. You're fired. Today I walk in, I hear I'm going to fire him. I'm not firing him. I think he's a wonderful guy. Should you have fired Fauci? So a lot of people ask me that question, and I did it right. Because if you do fire him, you're going to have a firestorm on the left again. Why, why did you feel unable to fire Fauci? First of all, you're not allowed to. Every time he goes on television, there's always a bomb. But there's a bigger bomb if you fire him. Frankly... You can't win that one. If I would have done it, I would have taken heat. All right, I'm going to say when it said real life Trump on a picture of him hugging Fauci that isn't real, Trump has grounds to sue. Yes. Yep. Well, absolutely. It's a, look at this. It's, it's in the video. And there's a, a we've got Birdwatch or whatever it's called, Community Notes. At, at 25 seconds in this video, a collage of photos of President Trump hugging Anthony Fauci appear. These pictures are not real. They are AI generated images. And... It says real life Trump. I think that while DeSantis, quoting Trump, fake, fake, fake. DeSantis <sighs> campaign should get ahead of this and be like, these were deep fakes before they get sued into oblivion. Oh, no, oh, dude, dude, there's no debate anymore. You're right. You're right. There's no debate. Any any now debate Ron DeSantis tries to have with Trump, Trump wins instantly. He's going to say that Ron is going to be like Donald Trump wouldn't fire Dr. Fauci. And Trump's going to be like, fake news. He made fake photos and ran those. I can, here it is. Yeah. And, and said they were real. Well, I mean, and that's that the they thing, were real. That undermines, and I've been very clear about where I stand on Trump versus DeSantis, but I will say that undermines one of the good points that DeSantis actually does have about Trump. That that undermines one of the good arguments against Trump, even though I, I support him, to say, yeah, he didn't fire Fauci. That was a serious flaw. He should have is something that is credible. And it's powerful. And to completely undermine that by having an ant generated picture of him kissing Fauci on the nose while he hugs him just and totally writing real destroys life. Yeah. Hey, Weiss, yeah. what would your and crisis response team be to something like this? Double down or, or what? To DeSantis? How yeah. should his response be? He probably should disavow or if he fired somebody that created this, 
then it would. He's got to fire the top. Fight. Blame somebody else. Fire Find somebody a subordinate. Else. Say this if was their idea. I didn't approve. put up fake photos in an ad. It's not just putting up a meme on Twitter. It's different, right? You had to go through a whole process. Let's make the ad. Let's make it scoop. What do you put here? Put the photo. And somebody said, let's put two fake photos of three. Trump. Three. And DeSantis has to know about that. They had to bring him the ad at the end. Yeah, what I noticed didn't happen. It's possible that DeSantis didn't go, I'm Ron DeSantis and I approve this message. They used to have to do that or, or yeah. would do that it's, in commercials. It's, it's possible Could even if Rack. But be even, a pack? No, this is DeSantis Worm. It's it no. was it was according to multiple reports, Christina Peshaw, who it employed directly by DeSantis, run made this account. I don't know who made the video, but it's possible DeSantis saw the video and it's a forty second video and he looks at it and he's like, It's great, run it not realizing they put deep fakes in it. Yeah. But I think if they try and pull a, we didn't know, and so we're going to hire John Herbowitz, he was the one who did it, I will not be satisfied. I'm like, I don't know who that is. You can't come to me and say underling is at fault. Not nah, sorry. Look, man, we knew this was coming. We've warned about it. It's one thing, and it's bad enough that they cut Trump out of context and lie about him. It is also bad enough that there are people who support Trump that make fake things and then they get shared by people in the Trump in the Trump camp, mm -hmm. like in, in like the Trump's circle and things like that. But to intentionally run an ad with fake images to smear your political opponent is crossing the line directly mm -hmm. and it opens the door to a very dark future. That's why it's like, hey, we knew someone was going to do it. Ron DeSantis said he was going to lead out. But man, it says re that this is real. On it says picture, real life, real Trump, life really Trump with a picture of him that is not real life Trump. So good God, what did you guys do? This really opens up the floodgates for RFK to do <laughs> to ads against Biden, right? I just, we were, <laughs> yeah. we were talking well, about this before the show and I was just saying, I can't imagine, uh, tr Trump's going to run ads. Trump is going to make an ad and it's going to be, it's going to be like some woman. It's going to be, PACs are going to do this. So you're going to hear a woman go, Ron DeSantis' campaign is making fake images of Trump to smear him. Don't trust dishonest Ron. They're going to be running that like crazy. And it'll be like an AI image of a serpent with Ron's head on it and stuff <laughs> like that. All these wild deep fakes. And it's going to say real life Ron on the picture of yeah. the serpent. Real life Ron. That <laughs> there, should be there, his nickname for Ron. But, but, but anything now that Ron DeSantis says, Trump can easily be like, yeah. are you going to believe him? The guy who makes fake images to win arguments? I like, I don't want to insult Ron, but I get the vibe that like, he's just a guy that was in the right place at the right time, that he's not really special. He's not really super smart. He doesn't have the best people around him. And now they want him in the public because they don't like Donald Trump. So anyone will do this guy's establishment. Let's just get him up there. I, he'll, I, he'll be fine. I disagree. I think that's a little harsh. So I, um, again, I, I prefer Trump as of now, but also um, DeSantis is somebody who did stand up to the COVID regime and the lockdown regime and he pushed back against it and he did stand up to the media. I do think he's very intelligent. I, I wouldn't go as far as to say he's just like a, a mediocre politician like the rest of them. I think he's a step above. Yeah, I, I, I do, I, I do I, too. I, I, think I he, will what vote. What he did with COVID was was groundbreaking. And yeah, it almost you could argue that it saved the republic in a way, mm. or, or was a it was an it was a, an indication of how to save a republic. I, I I will not. I won't. I won't support DeSantis at all. I was not unless he unless he disavows with. and we see some real terminations over this. It's well, it's serious. Unless he gets right? off script and starts it, talking like a real man for the once. The DeSantis you, campaign choosing to focus on um, Fauci specifically is a genius move. It is such a potent attack, especially because there are so many Trump supporters who do have so many questions about Operation Warp Speed and Fauci, but they just overplayed they, their hand for no good reason. This was like a very stupid misplay. You didn't have to do it. Trump was already praising Operation Warp Speed still. He didn't 
didn't fire Fauci for whatever reason, and that's a whole different conversation, and they could have kept hitting him on this, but such an unforced error is so stupid, frankly. And the response from DeSantis' hardcore fans is it's almost as if they're actually leftists or Trump supporters trying to sabotage Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. the, the, you, you can't come out and be like, but, but Trump posted Ron on a rhinoceros. If, if that's your argument, you're just trying to make DeSantis supporters look really, really dumb. Mm. Like, it's, there, it's there's no argument. argument. Yeah. The, literally, DeSantis camp should come out and be like, these got mixed in. We didn't, like, they, they could say, we didn't make these. We saw them. We put it in the ad. It's our mistake. We didn't check. We disavow. We apologize. It'll never happen again. If it's true, I don't want them lying think, to people. If no, they, I'm saying they, that's their best out, in my opinion. But I, 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 Or it I could think, be like the guy that created this. It was an oversight on my part. I didn't realize the amount of damage it could do to the political process. And he's fired. And I'm not going to ever do this again. We should say if a deep fake is but a deep fake. But you don't know the person they're firing actually did it. True. They, that, that's what I was saying. That's what I want They're going to say some random name. They're going to say, you know, Ian Coglin is the guy who did it, so he's fired. And then Ian Coglin's going to be like, I just work in the mailroom. <laughs> and it doesn't, doesn't matter. They they stick a name to it and they say, yeah. we're good. Well, I wanted to I wanted to be honest about it. I want them to honestly take the person to task that created this and thought it was a good idea. We are we are we are a next year deep fake technology will be 100-fold better than I, this. I'm concerned yeah. what's going to happen is only after the ashes do people realize we need to legislate. This protection. went unnoticed for three days, I believe. I believe it was posted yep. June 5th yep. at 3 p.m. So this went unnoticed for three days, and it could have easily continued to have gone unnoticed. And I think that just speaks to the future of what we are going to see uh -huh. with much more compelling AI. We didn't catch this. Like Tim said, like, oh, the wording was off. If somebody kept, like, took a good eye to this they would have been able to spot it but three days there's going to be a ton of stuff that a lot of people miss and there, a, a lot of articles are probably written about it smaller mm -hmm. ones being like DeSantis hits Trump on on Fauci and then they did not realize yep I mean it, it really is going to get to a point where we look back and we say anything that was published before 2023 as far as photography goes can be inspected to see if it's photoshopped or not and so we can trust that um, or not gonna be able to. point before I think even a point before 2023 because maybe there are people who had this technology before it became widely available uh, and we're using it and, and we'll find out about that at some point who knows I, but I, I think that's gonna we are gonna get to a point where we'll kind of only be able to verify things that are I, I, I was old enough. so wrong when I went on Rogan and he asked me about deepfake technology and I said no I'm not super concerned because people have trust and he asked me if I thought it was gonna get bad and I said I didn't think so and now that it's all happening it's just like it is going to be worse than any, any, anyone realizes. What, what's going to happen is we're going to get to a point where, where what they're going to say is any image generated after 2023 is not real. And you're going to be like, well, clearly some of them are real. Like, yes, but they can never be. They're, mm -hmm. they're no longer admissible in court. Like one of the big things that's going to happen. I have already witnessed this. Courts have admitted fake AI generated images. We saw it with Kyle Rittenhouse. But I can tell you about other court cases definitively that have said they absolutely will admit deep fake videos. And it is the responsibility of, of the person di uh, disputing it to prove it's not real. That's what the courts are saying That's right now. Crazy. Man, people put a lot of faith in the intelligence of uh, the authority and yep. not necessarily intelligent people. Well, th th that's going to be wild. The dude. idea that the burden has to be on you to prove these things wrong. We were talking about this with another guest who suggested there's going to have to be an entire new field of forensics that builds it's up to dispel these things. It, it but I think it, in the long run, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, but that's the point I'm making is I think in the long run, it, it might become impossible. The technology will get so good that you can't investigate these things. It's impossible now. 
the, the, the remedy for someone introducing deep fakes to court mm -hmm. is for you to bring an expert in. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, let's say you have an act, you have actual video evidence of uh, Donald Trump doing a backflip. And you're in court and you say, Your Honor, Trump did the backflip. Here's the video. And Trump goes, it's not real. It's a fake video. And then Trump's team just goes to an expert and says, is it real? And they go, yeah, that's real. I said, okay, uh, next expert. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. Next expert. Is that real? How much are you going to pay me? We, what's your rate? $5,000 a day. We'll pay you that. It's fake. Come on down to Chinatown. They bring him into the courtroom and then he says it's fake. What's That's extra unnerving to this, too, is that it'll bring all photos and videos, even of the past, into question. Yep. It's like, and then there's going to be revisionist history for everything, and it's going to be very bad. This is the door right now. Mm -hmm. Images of Donald Trump hugging Dr. Fauci. And if you take a look at them, if they only used the one on the bottom right, that they would have gotten away with it. The one in the middle and the bottom where Trump has his arms around him and he's holding his fist is very strange. The top left with Mehehap Wems in the in the White House emblem, clearly fake. The one in the bottom right, you can't really tell except for the textures. And someone might say, no, that's real. They, they could argue that. They made the mistake of using three with, with one being discernibly fake, which then provides evidence the other ones are likely fake Honestly, too. Honestly though, man, from a distance, you know I'm sitting at, they all look real. This all looks real to me from exactly. where I'm at. Now imagine you're, you're, imagine you're in an airport and this ad runs on the TV or a news outlet covers the ad and says, take a look at this ad run by the DeSantis campaign. And then you see on a grainy television far away, Trump hugging DeSantis. Mm -hmm. That's the point. Hugging DeSantis? I mean, now we're talking. Hugging Fauci. <laughs> hugging DeSantis. DeSantis, DeSantis, DeSantis campaign releases an ad. Forgiveness. Donald Trump endorses us. He <laughs> yeah. wants you to vote for us instead. I would kiss him on the nose. They put Trump's Dude, that voice real in dark, the AI Seamus. generator. That could be... Like people, are you allowed to make claims about what other people said and did that they didn't Yo, do? That's where we're going. But it's been two years. I don't. I don't get. Did they have some kind of polling? We don't have these. These. So he gave him another hug. Is it really going to boost DeSantis? Well, I and not Trump. I mean, like what, a quarter, like, like a quarter to a third of Trump's base, those diehards absolutely hate the vaccine stuff right, and hate right. the Fauci stuff. Hate all the lockdown, Operation Warp Speed. Think all of that stuff is super toxic. And I do think it was a potent message. The more he brought it up, but now overplaying his hand kind of ruins it. Exactly. Yeah, like like when when you know he can bring this up and he can say you didn't fire Fauci, you pushed the vaccines. Oh, did I kiss him on the nose, Ron? Really? Did I give him a big bear hug and kiss him on the nose? Is this man's ridiculous? Right. Just easy to. It's like why now. exaggerate if the truth is already bad enough? Mm. Even focus on Operation Warp Speed because a lot of Trump supporters are really against that. But like to do something so stupid again, that, unfortunately. That's why I said the not intelligent vibe I get from him, or that he's surrounded himself with really poorly educated like people that just don't get it. Because why would you? you do that why would you sabotage yourself when your enemy is making a mistake it's like the oldest art of war Sun obvious someone, someone just pointed something out the the bottom image with trump hugging fauci is actually look it's a photoshop from when he hugged the flag so you, you know you know the you remember the picture of trump hugging yeah. the flag yeah, yeah yeah it does look like that i'm not 100 sure but that's kind of how well, AI i think ai works also too. takes yeah. things yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah yep so where where this goes mm. we are going to video and photos and what can you do about it? I know. That's why I think it's so important to call this out and say no to it. Because if, and, and, this, is, and this is why I'm like, the DeSantis supporters are doing everything in their power to hurt Ron DeSantis. Because there's no excuse for making a fake, using fake images to smear a political opponent right now. We know how dangerous the AI stuff is going to be. We need to put a hard line in the sand right now and say, we will not tolerate this in any capacity. 
And the DeSantis supporters are like, no, it's fine. And you know, it's actually because, really because Trump posted these funny images. No, this is OK. I could also see this technology increasing the demand for a surveillance state because people could say things like, well, look, if you have the GPS chip on your phone tracking you at all time, you can actually confirm where you were at any given date and time. And so you could debunk certain deep fakes with that information. Uh, more like more, more, more. Well, I, I wonder accountability. If well, not so much that as, as much as I'm saying, like, I think because of uh, the deep fake technology, people who are very concerned about being deep faked could turn to other methods of documenting their life that we currently consider invasive, like having your smartphone track you everywhere you are all the time and then deliver the data to you or to some larger database that could confirm that you really were there. I something guess like a that. better way would be to put the onus of proof on the person that's offering the image or the mm -hmm. video. I, I think the, the solution audio. to this I would is going to need to be a ton more media literacy in the public and you will not be... <laughs> that's not, it's not you're you're going to have to not believe literally a single thing, a video or picture that you see on the internet and you will have to question it i am not 100 percent sure this is real and it's sad because the media literacy in mm -hmm. our public is already very low twitter is not helping but it's going to be crucial moving forward as we're seeing ai and disinformation and misinformation in, in the flesh actually exists well you got to wonder if it, you know five ten years from now people see these things and they say do you see the, the footage of him doing that well yeah that's just a video you know it's just video footage whatever i think that's, I, it's easily faked i think we're going back to uh the dark ages in a sense, mm -hmm. there was a time period where we did not know what was going on. 100, 200 years ago, you're living on a farm mm -hmm. and then the newspaper man comes to town and you go, I have the newspaper, see newspaper. And then they, they all get mm -hmm. together and then he's like, I got the paper. Here's what's happening in New York. And you're like, wow. And that was a month ago. It's funny. They're like a month ago, a ship came and it carried a bunch of ivory. And they're like, what? They called it the dark ages, but it was really like the, the blind ages. Like too much light will blind you. And you may as well mm -hmm. be dark because you can't see anything. It's a that's, very good that, way of putting that's, it. That's exactly what, yeah, yeah, exactly it. We're entering a period where it's, we, we can call it the light ages, where there's so much information. We're blinded by it and we can't see what's going on. Soon enough, the only place you'll be able to know things are real from is Timcast News. That's right. So that's the only way. To keep the only, yeah, so it was right but there. you're so a robot. A member. No, uh, you, you don't want to say we can't be deep faked. We, you, you know, it's not, <laughs> no, it's it's not possible. Anything that's you see of us is real. Well, Seamus is actually not a real person. I'm not even real. Yeah, no, I'm a computer algorithm. It's true. So good. I remember you being a potato. That's extremely offensive. Firstly, you're going to hear from my lawyer. The reason the reason he was off the show for so long was because the computer that generates his voice and image is broken. It broke down. Yeah. So we. Accidentally, I, I accidentally uh, poured some Coca-Cola it's, it's on it. it's powered by a potato. I feel like yeah. asking yeah. people not to use this technology is like asking people not to use the newest weapon that was developed. Exactly. And it's not who the hell, like maybe you can get a non-proliferation treaty for all the weaker countries around Earth, but the big superpowers are definitely going to weaponize Technology is inevitable. You can't stop it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because I, I remember there was uh, some talk of... Elon Musk was talking about this a few months ago. A bunch of people signing an agreement to stop or, or slow down the development of AI. Okay, well, let's see if China agrees to that. Let's see if Russia agrees to that. Let's see if like any other technological power is willing to hold off on the development of this unbelievably profitable and powerful technology. Yeah, let's see if OpenAI agrees to it. Yeah. A decade ago, we were having the same conversation about genetic engineering and like how we should stop look researching it. Mm. And then, but nobody, nobody across the world was going to get on board with that. And I don't believe the solution is trying. To stop the advancement of mm -hmm. the technology you think it's just use it better than anyone else well if we stop doing it china's not going to stop exactly. so we need to figure out the correct way to use it and like uh in the genetic engineering conversation is like finding the right way to attack and um defend against diseases that are potentially made in the future 
you know, gain a function. Look where genetic engineering look, look got us. Where, yeah, hey, exactly. I mean, I know that's a whole big... Yeah, um, yeah. Fauci, I can't believe uh, Trump didn't fire him. I oh, hear I you. <laughs> Turn it around, you snake. <laughs> Operation Warp Speed. No, oh, I, look, I agree guy. with you on both of those things. What, when you guys are doing publicity, Adam, do you do like uh, like ethics? Are they involved? Do you, do you have to account for ethics or do you just do whatever you ethics. gotta do to get it done? Like, <laughs> is it about winning or is it about of doing course. what's right? Like, how do you, how do you play... I mean, you always got to do what's right, but there's, you know, you can play the little publicity stunts here and there that make sense, but you got to play by the rules, right? You got to, I would have said, don't do this. It's a fake. You can't just put out fake photos like that. It's when you're running well, for president of the United States and you're the second, you know, the right behind Trump, the runner up. It's, it's risk versus reward. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're betting on the loser horse. It's like, we're going to, we're going to make this thing. And what we can gain from it is minimal, and what we can lose from it is everything. Well, and you know, you made the point that some of these images are fake, but we wouldn't be able to tell. It would have been much more difficult to tell at the very least if we didn't have the picture with lettering behind it that was so over the top with him smooching Fauci. Uh, and you got to wonder, are there other instances of deep fakes being out there in political campaigns being used that we just haven't picked up on because they weren't as ridiculous you guys think DeSantis was, signed off on this or oh, just no somebody clue. i think it went under the radar i, I, I think he's slowly staffer i think it's possible he signed off on it but signed off on it but like he's sitting in his office typing a computer and they pull up an ipad and they hold it up to him and say here's the ad and he's sitting there and he watches and he goes it's great run it and then anyway guys what we're we talking about so the buck stops with him definitely but i don't i don't I don't think he knew they ran deepfake images. I'm saying like, if he approved of it, he looked at it, didn't realize what it was and said, looks good. DeSantis, the DeSantis campaign is 100% correct to criticize Trump on Fauci and Burks. This ruined it for them. Literally this morning, I'm like, DeSantis has given us everything we've asked for in Florida. He's, 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 he's been leading so well. He does lack charisma. But Trump really does have a weakness when it comes to Fauci, Dr. Burks, and the COVID response, and that's where they can go after him. And then all of a sudden, I see this, this, this news, and I'm like, holy crap, did they really screw this one up? And then instead of being like, we disavow, we apologize, we don't know how this got out, they, the, the, the supporters all run out full speed and say, we are allowed to do it. And I'm like, okay, DeSantis' supporters are some of the nastiest people online. Nasty. Trump's got nasty people, don't get me wrong, but the fact that they will defend anything, and you've got people tweeting at me being like, why aren't you criticizing Trump? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that because Trump was, was a dick, that means DeSantis is allowed to do things that are wrong. So, and that's the best they could offer. Well, what about Trump? What about him? Are you going to say that DeSantis can do this because Trump's bad too? Great. I'll vote for the Libertarian Party. I don't need either of them. That's where we're going. Dave Smith. Yeah, I went down in 2012. Yeah, Dave Smith. In 2000, November 2020, I had to get the hell out of New York. Lockdowns, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to a gym. I said, I'm getting, went down to visit a client. He was having a party in his townhouse in Miami Beach. I said, I'm coming here, right? And so DeSantis did a great job for two years. I even went to a fundraiser that Trump did for him. His, it was about in uh, September of 2020, so... And Trump, and then I was trying to be charismatic with DeSantis, but it's very hard. He doesn't know any of the personality Trump has. And it was, it was stuck out to me. I said, I just got down here. I had to get out of New York. And I couldn't get any personality out of him. And I was with my dad. He's 85 at the time. And he says, is that your dad? Trump says, is that your dad? Get him over here. And I says, I'm thinking back. I says, that's the difference, you know? Trump's personality, he knows what's in a room and he can work a room. It doesn't matter, but DeSantis, I don't think this was his time. You really shouldn't have went. Someone uh, super chatted us and said that Donald Trump is actually a DJ. He's DJ Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny.
Yeah, he's a people person. That's that's he's, a big part of being president a, too. Is a, a people larger person. than life personality? You you were at the social media summit. Yeah, at the three White House two and a, three years ago. Yeah, something like yeah. three years ago. Trump was doing a stand-up routine. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we're sitting there, and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. We're in. I thought it was going to be like a round table with a small group of people. Yeah, so did I. And then we sit down. There's chairs lining up in front of a podium, and Trump just does stand-up, and we were all laughing yeah. our asses off. And I was like, What the? It's funny. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it's hilarious. I thought we were going to get away with no mudslinging, man. And this is typical of Trump <laughs> because after Trump won. Remember, he just said, everybody want to come in the garden with me afterwards? He yeah. just invited, and he, yeah, was doing and a <laughs> he was doing a presser with uh, uh, just uh, Attorney General Barr. And then some of the influencers got in with CNN and uh, a couple of the reporters. Oh, that was uh, funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there was like a fight broke out or something, right? It was, I think it was Brian, so the guy who was with the Playboy, the Playboy White House correspondent, only under Trump. Oh, got into with Gorka. Gorka got in it with the Playboy, I can't yeah. remember his name, but he was the Playboy White House correspondent. Only under Trump that he made all these irrelevant uh, White House correspondents famous. Yeah. Yeah. That sure. they got book deals and everything. Out That's of why it. he they want him back in office. Yeah. That's why they're trying to push these indictments and all that. Seamus is waiting patiently to dive behind yeah. you. I don't know and I think something that you hit spot on is about uh, the lack of charisma for from DeSantis. So last week um, for Tim Cast News, I covered all of his stops in New Hampshire. Um, he kind of gave the same speech four different times, but he really isn't personable, um, lacks like that natural charisma, and really comes off kind of smug and rigid, um, or at least that was my impression. I also feel as though he tries to play off as though he's not an elitist, although he still has gone to these prestigious colleges, I believe, at least Yale, but maybe also Harvard. So, so when Ron comes on the show and it's going to be hot, you better look at me in the eyes and be like, not intelligent, huh? And then look at Tim and be like, so no charisma. You better call us on this stuff because this is what the conversation's about. If you're really going to be a better president, then we gotta we gotta air it out. Well, I just look, man. When uh, I I brought up the Jazz Jennings thing, the DeSantis Pasha and Redfern started tweeting at me, calling me a grifter and insulting me for simply pointing out that Jazz Jennings lives in Florida and these hor horrible things are happening. And I was like, why are why are you yelling at me? Like, what what is what is with these people? <laughs> They're very defensive over him. His his online team. They're, if he's got to like, fire him, these are terrible people. They're, they're him, destroying his campaign. Yeah, they'll they'll come off to you, after you like dogs if they perceive an attack like that as an attack. Although it wasn't. You you know what the best thing they could have done would be, literally say nothing. You know the second best thing they could have done if they had to do something, say Tim, we're on it with a winky winky emoji, and then I would have been like, oh look at that, DeSantis campaign knows they're doing something, and that, and they could have done nothing. They could have just posted that, and it would have been that's the end of it. Instead, they decided to go to war and create a conflict that creates negative attention around DeSantis and led to the confirmation that Jazz Jennings received gender surgery in Florida under the rule of Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis was governor. Jazz did receive surgery. And so they want to play this game like Ron doesn't have a time machine. Well, now you open the door and now we know that's that it, it was under Ron. So I think well, you, you were making that point, Ian, that everything Ron did was was safe. Was it just in general? Like, the, did you say that that uh, maybe he, sure. he was doing things that were like just in line with the acceptable culture war, right? I don't know if I was making that point hard, but I do believe that he's he's a very play it safe kind of guy, which concerns me that he'll get co-opted by the bureaucracy or right. already has been like, I don't see him being being willing to y go off script. That's good to get off the script, dude. I don't want to hear what you I, wrote. down. I think he's got to fire these people. He's got to, he has to fire them because they are really, really bad at what they do. 
I think he's trying really hard to beat Trump on policy, but is forgetting that most people actually do not care much at all about policy. That's not what's getting somebody to vote for you or not. When he's trying to hit on Trump on abortion, like Seamus doesn't care. Seamus still supports Trump, although DeSantis is more. I I actually that's one of the things I'm not uh, in an entirely committed position. I think it depends on what their stances end up being. I prefer Trump as a candidate uh, in a lot of ways, but I'm I'm always voting. The so here's the thing: you candidate. prefer prefer Trump right now, although he is more pro-choice than DeSantis. Well, if we're talking about who's more likely to win a federal election, I think especially if Trump's position were to change to a more pro-life position, it wouldn't even be a question for me. But if we're talking about who's more charismatic, who's probably more likely to carry voters, yeah, I, I think. Trump Trump. Uh, there was also some talk behind the scenes, and there was a leak from DeSantis's campaign that suggested he might not hold to as strong a pro-life stance. Sure, I'm not sure if we confirm no, no, no. that. So like, there was, was a guest who took issue. Okay, so, is, so maybe that doesn't mean anything. The point yeah, is, I'm always going to pick the most pro-life to, candidate. DeSantis is trying to hit mm-hmm. him from the right, but mm-hmm. most people seem to not even care, mm-hmm. as they should, or uh, just how politics Ron, plays well, out. So. Ron's mm-hmm. biggest strength is to just say, I'm just like Trump, but I'm calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all their person, uh, personalities, policies, ideology, pretty much the same, 90%. It's wh- how did Trump conquer and become the personality? His personality is larger than life. He's funny. He's engaging. He's, you know, a New York-style personality. He's flexible on the issues, though. And, you know, you know he's pragmatic at times. And and I think Tim has a great point. That Ron should be the comma Trump. Yep. You know, somewhat like a Ronald Reagan mode. Our policies are the same. He did a great job, but we need to com- we need to have a combination at the moment. We need to bring in moderates. We need to win the middle, and that's about Ron's best play. Not to bitter, bitter back and forth. And the, it's and not his, the way to do. You cannot going to win back and forth with Trump. There's no way. Trump's probably he's one slaughtered. of the least right wing candidates though in the Republican. I mean, field. he slayed it brilliant. On, he slayed brilliant candidates. Pro gay marriage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like relatively it's, it's, loose on abortion at this point. Relative yeah, compared to compared Pence, to like compared mm-hmm. to DeSantis. Agreed. Among other things. So. Yeah, I think no. I think there's a lot of positions where Trump could and should be better. There's absolutely no yeah, disagreement. But that's there. why DeSantis it's is also dumb difficult for trying to win on policy. You're not going to beat Trump on policy by trying to hit him from the right. That's mm-hmm. been DeSantis's play here. He's thinking mm-hmm. of it too much like a politician. Right. That's not how Trump won. Trump didn't well, win based on. I want to clarify too. Like I am not saying the president should be calm. I'm mm-hmm. saying the selling point DeSantis has is that he is like Trump but calm, because there are a lot of moderates and independents that think Trump is too over the top. Mm-hmm. My personal view, we need Trump to go in like a bull in a china shop and fire all these mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And so th- there have been a number of things that, like on the abortion messaging where I think Trump has been entirely wrong. I'd like to see him uh, shift there. Absolutely. I do in that sense very much prefer DeSantis' stance. He's pro-life. And, and when it comes to the primary, I'm always going to vote for the most pro-life candidate. But part of my critique of DeSantis has also been the fact that he lacks charisma. And a lot of diehard supporters get upset with me for saying that. But you're not helping him or his campaign by not addressing so that. So respect. If DeSantis is more pro-life than Mm -hmm. Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. why don't you support DeSantis over Trump? I think, well, so I think as a candidate, DeSantis is less charismatic. I'm not saying that I would definitively support um, Trump over DeSantis in the primary without any qualification there. I think if Trump moved to a more pro-life stance, 
I absolutely would. And I also think that if DeSantis became more charismatic and was more pragmatic uh, candidate on the national stage, that would help him quite a bit. I think Trump blamed the midterm losses yes. from Republicans yep. on the abortion and issue. I t- and I discussed wow. that on my podcast yeah. with Lila Rose. I and think that that's DeSantis, a massive failure on his part. When DeSantis yeah. came out saying six weeks, Trump was still like, oh, Trump said guy. that he called it cruel. Yeah, yeah, which I think was horrible messaging and I think is entirely yeah. wrong. Yeah. So, but it still doesn't care. You really, doesn't matter to you. No, still, I never so. said that. No, I okay. never said that. I never said it doesn't matter to me. I said that DeSantis needs to work on his charisma. I think we're trumped and, and I would also, and this is why I'm saying as of now, because I think it's possible Trump moves on that issue. As you've mentioned, Trump is very flexible and he's been in different positions and adopted different positions over time. I would say that when it comes to DeSantis building up his charisma, making that statement isn't saying that I'm now a diehard Trump supporter who will never like DeSantis. It's simply saying that I think he needs to fix that problem to be a more palatable candidate. Yeah, that's all. DeSantis will not beat Trump from a policy even though he may be better on policy, that's not how he's going to beat him. Oh, he no, tried. I agree. Yeah. Well, and this yeah. is the thing. So I was in, and I was getting into so many arguments with people about this because I was saying DeSantis needs to work up his charisma. He needs to get better at this. And they were saying, oh, like charisma matters. People should vote on policy. Agreed. People should vote on policy. They're probably not going to. Right? They never do. And so yeah. you and so that's my point where I and I said this so many times. I think that um, I think that a stronger DeSantis is better for America overall, regardless who ends up getting the nomination, regardless of who ends up winning. I think it is better for America for both of these men to be as strong as they can be and to be as effective as they can be. And one of the areas where DeSantis lacks effectiveness is his charisma. Yeah, you need a mattingly, you don't need one, but you will benefit severely from a charismatic military commander. He's Mm -hmm. the commander of the military. If if the troops believe in you, they'll fight and die for you. If Mm -hmm. they don't, they're going to quit. Look at our military right now with Joe Biden frail around mm-hmm. it's a it's a travesty trailing. yeah I, I like that description oh, it's flailing or falling rather. flailing and crumbling and together. falling at the same time it's <laughs> frolling and, and this lack of charisma at least at least trump is charismatic whether you like him or not doesn't matter you can have high charisma and be unliked it doesn't mean people are going to like you so this well, is a, and also I like, can i just a, oh sorry a call for DeSantis to get in here and we all have to twi- you know, work on his personality a bit, Ron. Hell <laughs> yes, dude. Let's talk about mushrooms, man. Let's get real. Yeah, we yeah, talked we, about things that people really care about. We need it. We, we, we talked about this a bit when he announced that I can't believe they looked at that announcement video that he posted on Twitter and, and, and they were like, this is good. I can't believe they did not have someone at the level they're at. The, the, they're in second place right now in the Republican primary for the presidency of the United States. And they couldn't get someone to come in, look at that video and be like, guys, you need more energy. Whatever you got to do to get more energy in there, have an eagle fly over. I don't know what it is, but Ron walking up and being like, freedom is worth fighting for was just watch Barack Obama announce. He did it. He's in front of all these people. He's got a huge crowd and he does that thing where he pauses what he's saying very slowly and elevates his voice. That's why I, Barack Obama, am announcing ah, and the crowd starts screaming and there's all that energy and you watch that video and you're like, wow, people are are getting fired up then you go in the twitter space and ron's like well i'm here to lead the american comeback and you're like okay mm-hmm. you know who was ronald reagan was brilliant with visuals bill clinton was brilliant with visuals ron DeSantis lost the simple rule of politics visuals are very important he announced on twitter did we have any visuals none zero you can never revisit that moment right so you got one shot to announce right that one day and he should have been in one of the counties that he did such a tremendous job in Florida. He's got a great story to tell, and he should yep. be with supporters, his family, his wife. It's up there, and that would have been an amazing announcement. He Why could come he, out. He could have. He could have gotten like a, a a giant drone. You know, those drones that people ride, the big ones. He could have yeah. landed 
Look, I'm, I'm half kidding, but he could have done anything to generate spectacle to cause this mat. Yeah, right. Yeah, he, he like, he, he's awesome, standing, dude. he's standing on like the, like a, a quadcopter as it lands. And then he jumps off and walks to the podium in front of a huge crowd. Like and they're a like, what line. is going on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Something I hate to be super, well, so like superficial, but if you could jacket. pull up him smiling, Ron DeSantis has a horrible smile. Mm. If, if you seriously could, he said he was sending out like emails of him smiling. It's just like, he's, that's like one he's of the biggest pain. things. Like yeah, somebody kind of looks like he's in pain. Man. They, I don't think these are good <laughs> Maybe smiles. He is in pain. And um, you know, I don't know. I don't. Dislike we are him. superficial people. I disagree. You don't think? He, all right, that's if, a hey, really good smile that's a good on the smile. right. Yeah, I, I think like it's fine. That. That's that's the run yeah, I want to see the on the right. one thing. You know what? I I yeah. I, I don't. I really bet see it, much when you meet him, he's probably a really cool guy. I bet he. I bet he's like a really likable guy. You don't get to become governor if you're not. Well, Katie Hobbs someone, is governor. Someone needs to take this really picture like right him. here. You see John Fetterman's a senator. Yeah, John. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That? Someone, someone needs to take this and then <laughs> Put animate. Put a big hot dog in his mouth. Animate him going Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, like I, it's I, easy to throw stones from the sidelines, Ron. Look, so I, the, the the deep fake thing I, for I, me is hard. No, unless mm -hmm. he comes out and fires somebody, someone substantial, and says we disavow this. What, here's what's going to happen. His PR people are going to say, don't address it at all. Don't say anything. Let it go away. It's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. So if he doesn't, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near. I will not support a campaign that intentionally is making fake images to lie. I can't, like, w w look, man, I know it's politics. People lie. But this is a step beyond. It's one thing to mischaracterize. It's another thing, like, like Trump posts these, people, people keep asking about Trump retruthing that image where it's allegedly DeSantis with young girls. And he's trying to imply that DeSantis is like a pedo or a groomer or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's very bad. I do not like those things. Trump gets no credit from me from that. But Trump retruthing someone and being a dick is very different from your campaign running an ad where you made fake images or where you have you have placed. I don't know who made them, but you placed fake images to smear. It someone. is really concerning because you could deep fake Ron with getting a back massage from his wife's sister and yep. like be like, it looks real. Like, and it's like, and then that sows division within his family. Like, it's so dark, this path, man. Because this opens a Pandora's box, right? Do we going to have to live through this week after week after week? Yeah. Yep. So we can't. The technology is moving too fast. We no can't one's going to back down. So right now with the AI stuff, you've got people begging these companies to stop. We are going to die. You need to stop this. Right. They can't stop. Because these you get one company saying, guys, we'll do it right. But if we don't do it, the other company will. So no matter what you say, you've got 10 companies, 20, 30, 40, 50, all full steam ahead on launching this AI stuff. And no one will back yeah, down. Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, who's like one of the companies leading the charge of the AI, is, uh, went on uh, Lex Friedman's podcast and asked Lex to his face, should we open source this? And Lex went, no, I don't think so. And I was like, what in the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> you're like supposed to be the thought leaders and Lex you don't want no. it open because you're afraid that someone else is going to take it and make it make it better than you. It was so you want to make it secret so that the AI takes over? Like what? Come on. It was supposed to be open source. That's why it's called open AI. It's called open and it's closed. What the hell are you doing, Sam? Well, well uh, Elon talked about that. Didn't he contribute a large sum of money? And then they took the money and then turned into a private corporation. Oh my God, dude, it's Cyberdyne. This is like how the Terminator got built in Terminator 2, man. You take what some it, proprietary AI company, it spins out of control, and then the machine goes rogue. Like, So it, the way the AI destroys all of us is not the way people think it's going to be. It's not going to be Terminators being like, humans are the threat. It's going to be something ridiculous. Like, there's that story where they claimed, and apparently it's not true, they claimed that they programmed a drone. They gave it an AI to fly and blow up certain targets. And then it earned points when it when it hit the target. In the simulation, 
it could only attack the target if it got approval from the operator. It then realized the operator saying no was detrimental to it getting points, so it blew up the operator. Then they said, okay, blowing up the operator gives you minus points, so it stopped doing that. So then it blew up the communication towers. <laughs> Apparently, they say the story is not true or something about it is fabricated. But the general concept of it is exactly what happens with AI and why it will go bad. We will make an AI and we will ask it to do something simple. We'll make finance AI and we'll be like, hey, make trade stocks so that we can um, boost our 401k and you earn you, the AI earns points when people's returns improve. What will end up happening is it will do something totally unexpected and weird to earn points, like shorting a bunch of vital stocks, destroying the economy. And then one day people wake up and they have no savings. But one guy's got 78, 30, you know, $365 trillion in his account. And he doesn't know how. And it's like, I maximized my points. Then the system completely breaks because of it. Yeah, or you reduce the population and then you have a relatively larger number of people that are wealthy. So like, it, you, yep. be it, careful, which that's the, the monkey the, paw thing. Out, yeah. If we told an AI to do finance, and we said, your goal is to make as much money as possible for the people who have invested in these specific, you know, EFTs or, um, you know, these, these IRA, whatever, these, these stocks, these, these, this portfolio. It will say, if, if we have 1 million people and $1 million in the market, each person gets $1. If we eliminate half of those people, everyone now has $2. One of the strategies towards maximizing returns might be to literally destroy companies through finance that produce food and medicine so that people die, resulting in more of the existing wealth. The money may become worthless because there's no people to do work, but all that matters is that number to the AI. And you hope that an AI is intelligent enough to know what collateral damage it could cause, but I don't think anything is that perfect. Look at what happened with YouTube. YouTube said, we, we want to compete with Netflix, so we're going to make an algorithm that promotes long form videos that people watch for a longer amount of time. They thought they would get Game of Thrones. They say people watch Game of Thrones for an hour. So we want content that's at least an hour that people will at least watch most, most of. What did they get? They started getting one, podcasts, which is okay. But they started getting a lot of really freaky content of Rand of Hitler dancing with the yep. Incredible Holt and, and stuff like that. Spider Man and Elsa doing gross for forty stuff. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Injections, huge. A lot thing. of a lot of injection I, porn. I remember uh, people. Yeah, well, I, like I not knew actual people, sexual porn. It's just people getting injections. Like uh, that's a prime for the whole COVID narrative too. Hmm. That was crazy. Sorry. To well, no, no. I was just saying that Here, I know yeah. people. I know people with kids who are like. Oh my gosh, my my daughter was watching YouTube and this thing popped up basically instructing the child on how to do something vi like very violent and they're like what is going on? And yep. then I believe that's when YouTube ended up enabling the kids mode. So even that didn't change it. There were a bunch of videos where the thumbnails were children, it was cartoons of kids drinking out of urinals and toilets and eating oh. feces and things like that. What the, the AI was making these things. People people had AI programs that would auto generate it would make videos and upload them to YouTube to get traffic and make money. And then it would keep trying to maximize views and revenue. And that's what made more money for it. It's important to remember we're not just intelligence. Like it's part of how we make our decisions, but emotions is a huge part. And machines don't have emotions at this stage of development. I don't know if they ever really will. But, but you know what? They're programmed by really emotional people. It's the thing, right? For now. Yeah, yeah. Then they may start getting programmed by other AI with no emotions at all. But then those, well, like, because when you look at what chat GPT will and won't say, a lot of it's not logical, right? It's like based on somebody's emotional sensibilities. Yes. And then if like chat GPT programs something, then it's programming that thing based on the emotional sensibilities that were put into like it. Like you got to know when your orders are, are 
uh, wrong. Yeah. When, when the orders are, are, are bad and you've mm. got to say no to the orders, you've got to know that, but that's an emotional ability. I don't think that like, you know, obviously the logic dictates ripping human bodies open to study the heart will make us better at becoming heart doctors. But that doesn't mean you want to rip human bodies open all the time but the to study a hearts. The AI has no conscience or moral framework, so it will just say, to better understand heart, open yeah. human. Yeah, unless uh, if that's not programmed into it, it'll just, if it, you just get there, you know, learn about hearts. Here's how you tear a person open. Do you guys at all think the any of this AI stuff is overhyped garbage that the media likes to scarebonger around? Nope. A um, little, not a little bit at all. No, I'm, I've been well, very reluctant. I've been okay. sure. very reluctant to make predictions about it because I, of that. I, like, don't? I, I don't know. I mean, I think almost any prediction anyone makes about AI is going to age really poorly. Mm. Yeah, the media, I would say, generally hasn't been talking much about it at all, which is why I don't, I don't feel like that. I'm actually scared because we talk about it, and every time we talk about it have these contingencies of more possible I think the media wrong. talks about it a lot and then you have like these stories of like the godfather of AI saying that doom is near because of this but I feel like we're calling it AI but it's not exactly that it's like a, a language model that is predicting the next word so there's nothing inherently original or thoughtful in, in what it's producing yeah. and like the pictures work by just mushing stuff together so there's nothing again like truly but you're, original you're referring specifically to language models yes, when I talk about I when I talk about like earning points to develop models they have they have the uh, dog robot that you've, you've probably seen they programmed it to learn how to do its stuff on it, like to, to learn how to walk on its own. And then they left it in a room and just it just figured out how to eventually walk. I think you're right that a lot of what we're calling artificial intelligence right now is large language models, LLM, large language models. And that I, Sam Altman was predicting that he's the CEO of, of uh, OpenAI, that by September of this year, 2023, we will have our first general intelligence, which is where it can create more of it. Yeah, mm. and I'm fully willing to be wrong and the ways this will impact our economy and jobs is going to be crazy and interesting and I don't know, maybe not fun to see, but... Well, look, I can already tell you, right? I, I can already tell you as somebody who like owns a business that creates and markets artistic products, like we do the cartoons for the YouTube channel. There's also clients we service. There are ways that I can see... Uh, this stuff really changing our industry. Absolutely. You could replace the, all the animators. Well, I wouldn't want to, but hypothetically, if it got to that point, I think that's a possibility for a lot of studios or didn't, you didn't, could end up... Hmm. Didn't we already use Midjourney to make Freedom Tunes? No, we tried it. It was it looked very weird, but, but it was like you, but you could. So here's the thing. There are certain things and I, I attempted to do this. I was using Midjourney. What is Midjourney for people who don't? Oh, sure. It's it's uh, probably the best available AI for generating images. They look very realistic. They are extremely compelling and highly intricate. And you, you go to their so, Discord. You sign up on their website. Then you go to Discord. Mm -hmm. You type backs or forward slash imagine, and then it gives you a yeah. prompt, and you can type in whatever you want. And well, and so. I was curious. I wanted to see like, you know, do a background in this animated art style or that animated art style. And you end up with something that, you know, still looks a little wonky, still looks a little bit off. It's not perfect. One thing I was thinking of in terms of practical application is, you know, maybe you could use something like this to just color your images in, right? So instead of drawing on the computer, then coloring, maybe you can actually go back to pencil and paper and do frame by frame and just put each image into your computer and tell the AI, hey, like color this uh, uh, in, flesh it out. There are ways you can still be very involved in the artistic process and utilize AI potentially in, in the coming years. And I think that's sort of the ideal situation where you still have real artists making these things, but they're able to make something so much more visually interesting and intricate because the computer technology is assisting yeah. Using them. it as a tool. Yeah. Well, and so I've mentioned this before. 
what we do at Freedom Tunes would be literally impossible without computer animation, right? Doing a hand-drawn, like, two to five minute long video once a week, sometimes three to four times a week, it, it literally wouldn't be possible without computer animation. And that also means that what I'm doing requires fewer animators than it would have required mm -hmm. 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, before this stuff was common. So, yeah, it, like, it might limit the number of jobs, but the people who have those jobs will probably be able to do a lot more. It's an interesting perspective on it with how computers also help you make the cartoons and AI mm -hmm. will help you do them in a different way, potentially. In the and future, if you can but. please the AI, the AI will reward you like your viewers become AI itself. And the more of the AI you can impress, the more you will be rewarded in the long run. Interesting. I mean, well, I, I, I was just kind of kind of add that. Or AI wife? The, well, AI wife, AI, AI family. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was just going to say that, you know people might look at the situation and they say, well, you know, this guy's making several cartoons a week for, for his business and he's got a, you know, a talented team of employees who he's working with on this. But, you know, if he was doing this 30 years ago, there, there could have been dozens or hundreds of people, many more people with jobs. No, no, no. If it was, if it was 30 years ago, it just wouldn't exist, yeah, right? Exactly. It just wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be possible. So I think instead of seeing it as something that's going to limit job potential, it's important to also conceive of the fact that it's going to create industries. Like things will be possible that we're not. We're going to go to Super Chats. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and head over to TimCast.com. Click join us. Because we're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up for you in about a half an hour. And it's going to be fun and spicy. Don't bring the kids. All right. I'm not your buddy guy, says. As a Canadian, I find it rather offensive that you think our crazy lefties don't know how to use cell phones and yet think space lasers are just as likely. By the way, where did you get the laser idea from? Uh, I never said it was likely that lasers started fires. I said it was actually pr practically impossible, but at least somewhat in the realm of possibilities. And the idea that 400, well, I said 140, 140 lefties all went to key locations hundreds of miles apart and then timed ignition of fires. That's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's, it's not what happened. Could have been a controlled burn. And now they're saying there's 450 fires in canada yeah could I, I'm, I'm sorry i just it's don't cool the satellite image you see how they all started or well, a bunch of them start around the same moment that's not true because oh, you're watching a time lapse yeah. see this is the other thing people did they took a time lapse video of several hours and then because the fires start within a few hours of each other not at the same time it looks like they all start at the same time that was me that brought it, up space lasers and it was that i thought it would be more likely that someone lit them with space lasers than that god itself lit the fires here, here's the other thing about that satellite imagery showing all the smoke it's actually not the fire starting the smoke is rising straight up and you don't see it until the wind current pushes the smoke down so oh, okay so the wind could have inflamed it and then you see it all at the well, same the, moment because that's when the winds came through if the, if the currents are slow are, are 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 not moving very fast you won't see smoke spreading very far and then when the current comes in all the smoke moves at once and people are like whoa all the fire started at once ian why is it more likely that it was started by a space laser than god because uh fires are natural like farce fires they happen all the time yeah, we we're talking and there was a major night. lightning storm like the, why they always, happen all the time why we it's always got to blame somebody that's what we we're talking about last night like the flood god did it like why we gotta oh, well, blame that guy it's blamed on climate change so. yeah that's what i was we at a climate about. change protest today outside of the white house they were blaming like floods and this fire in particular um, on climate change, so. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. And they're so smug in their certainty that this was caused by climate change. It's like, let's just say, let's say man-made catastrophic climate change is happening and the world is going to end in, in 12 years and then 12 years from now, you know, you can say that all over again. Let's just say that that's the case and all that's true. Maybe one forest fire could actually not be climate change, right? 
Like well, it's change, ev- but it's everything. Yeah, change everything. itself doesn't do things. It's what is the thing that happened? That is a change. And mm. then let's talk about the thing itself. Then that could have caused it. But change it. Climate change is not like a, a, a cause. It's, it's interesting. It's, yeah, what's changing? Let's read some more. We got Raymond G. Stanley Jr. He says, Tim, I also think a part that plays into the more conservative poll numbers are people like myself. 2019, I wasn't a politico. Whereas today, I'm all bouty bouty that forward the line stance. Here, here. So uh, Gallup shows that all age groups have shifted more conservative. Mm-hmm. The big shift, uh, I think the big shift is 30 to 44, but there is a prominent shift, 18 to 29, towards conservative to a certain degree. And now more people in the U.S. identify as conservative than anything else. Well, it's interesting, though, because what it means to be conservative has changed so much, right? So 10, 15 years ago, uh, knowing the differences between boys and girls just made you a mentally competent adult. And if you couldn't answer the question, what is a woman? People would assume that you weren't fit to function in society. Nowadays, if you do know the answer to that question, you're not only conservative, you're a far right extremist. Right. I just hate communists. Yeah. You know, communism is very bad. <laughs> I Communism's hate the ugly, ideology. Disgusting. Sometimes mm. communists can be pretty cool. Actually, that's a fair point. I, I tell this story a lot. There was a guy I met in Berkeley who had the sickle and hammer and he was, he had books that he was like giving books out and stuff and talking to people wearing a mask and i walked up to him and i was just like what do you think about antifa and he was like what do you mean and i was like those guys over there they're beating people And he's like that's wrong they shouldn't do that and i was like i agree and i, I shook his hand and he was like he's like my ideas are about how we all live together peacefully and no one should be attacking anybody else and i'm like i, I preferred they agreed with you a rare noble communist uh, <laughs> yeah i, I think there are a few in between yeah like, communist is like, not a it's not a political government it's not a functional government structure. It's it's cool in a family. It's a Ponzi scheme. Well, but even that though, like, because people say yeah. that, but really, what communists are doing is they're they're taking behavior that's like appropriate at the family level, and then they're saying let's destroy the family and have the government do this instead. What? Yeah, I got to read this one. It's it seemingly starts off silly, but I think it's really mean. But I'm gonna read it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mark Giadetti says, "I thought Elad changed his name to John Bolton Jr. <laughs> Ian is neither a wizard or a shaman. He is just an egotistical sophist." I mean, you see what you are, you know, uh, oh. but uh, is it the mustache that makes people think you're like John Bolton? Because it is a beautiful mustache. I also say I like uh, how Trump bombed Suleimani and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, John Blankenship says, and the drone strikes earlier. I don't know. Should Obama have been indicted for it anyway? Yeah. John should. Blankenship says, what if one of the bribes Biden received was the Corvette? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> T-Rex Pet Shop says, has anybody else noticed that many other huge companies like Family Dollar didn't even put out their pride stuff this year? Maybe they're scared of the backlash. Keep up the pressure, especially on woke pet stores like PetSmart, Chewy, and Petco. Mm-hmm. Just shop at T-Rex Pet Shop instead. Much better options. They, uh, uh, anybody, uh, you know what? Just, you know what? we, we, we got to tell the public square guys to just make like a list of companies that have public, publicly said communism is not good. Just very mm-hmm. tough. Po- it is not okay to be a communist. Can we can we print those out? Yeah. It is Seriously. not okay to be communist. But a community is everything. Communism is wrong. Communism is wrong. If you do that, the media will report far right extremists. <laughs> signs everywhere. <laughs> communism. No, or, you know, and, and I'm not a shaman or a wizard either. That's true. Good point. I'm just a guy. You know, I'm, I left Miami. I, I'm heading up to New York. I don't know how in, inundated I'm going to be with pride. Once I stroll into New York City, how oh, is it? How someone, is it a lot? When you breathe in the posted, air, uh, you will become gay. Every store. Rock, every Rockefeller. Store. All the flags are pride flags now. It's supposed oh, to be man. the flags of the world or whatever. You know, when I first moved to the village, it was Pride Day at the end of June. 
now they have to have every now they have to have 30 days the whole month and it seems like it seems like it's every month all right here's, here's a good one proud for that's what i care about here's a good one jason hutchinson says if we're locking up former presidents i've got a list <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Leon Yoder says Vivek Ramaswamy just tweeted that he would pardon Trump if elected. This double standard of justice is going to destroy our society. I applaud Vivek for doing this and hope all of the Republican candidates follow the, his lead. Vivek, I, go ahead. I, I, I think if there is a debate, it's going to be Trump and Vivek. Mm. That's it. I Nobody else on stage will matter. Vivek knows what people want to hear and he will tell them it. You don't trust him? I uh, that's all I have to I say. I mean, I don't trust you know, anybody, I, but you don't believe him? I think he is tapped in closely, and when he he thinks he could say something to help advance his space in, like, the MAGA subcategory that I think he's going after, then he goes for it. But I, I, I disagree in the sense that I do think he knows what people want to hear, but I don't think that's his motivation. He's, he, he's, he sat down with me, and he said there should be some kind of civic requirement for voting. And I'm like, that's a bold thing to say, because that's like... That's, that causes damage politically among younger voters. He was like, we got to do it. Something cynical was, about me just sees him as an opportunist. I don't know why. He is you, mentally you know agile. He'll change his thoughts. He was a views. CEO. He did a lot of business stuff. And, and then, then he wrote a book they about came being anti-woke and everything. And, and the reason why, they came to him and said, you need to put up a picture on your Instagram or whatever with the black square because of George Floyd. And he was like, oh, okay, sure, I guess. Then they came to him and they said, no, we want you to write a statement where the company supports this. And he was like, oh, all right, I guess. And then he wrote something where he said, I hope this country can heal and come together and we stop fighting. And they came to him and said, that wasn't good enough. You need to do better or else. And he was like, I don't know what you want me to do. Then he started getting attacked by woke people. Then his friends started calling him out saying he was a fascist or something. Then people actually resigned. And I think he got so angry that a fire lit like within him and he was like, I will destroy you. And I think he is deeply, deeply angry at these people for being so crazy. But I think he's a calm, strategic, collected guy. So he's not just rampaging around screaming. He's like straightening his tie, putting yeah. his suit on and being like, you mess with the wrong guy. I think it's commendable that he was willing to fight back. But the fact that he's running for president, he's not doing it as a serious way to win. He's doing it as a way to up his public profile, in my opinion. I don't think he thinks he's a serious candidate. And if he did want to win something, he'd run for lower office first, in my yeah. opinion. Because a lot of people run just sure, for sure. the press and i think he's kind of like a right-wing version of yang in, in this i think primary season. i think he's running to put esg on the debate stage i think I, I i told him this i was like i don't think you're gonna win i would support you i i think he hits the nail on the head with so many of these issues he's sitting here and he's just like he's like i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this but i think about it and it's we got to have some kind of standard and civic standard for voting people just can't be told anybody can vote and then he came out and said 18 to 26 has to pass a civics test which like triggered all these Gen <laughs> Z people. And I'm like, that's not, you don't, you don't say those things. I, I respect that he said that. I think, I don't think he expects to win. You know, maybe that's unfair to say, maybe he really is trying, but I, I think he's a smart guy who knows the best he can do is get on stage and say to the world, ESG is destroying us. We must stop it. Absolutely. And we'll and see, I'm, maybe I'm he gets a cabinet it. position. We'll see. Or not. I mean, yeah. if the best case scenario is he goes on the debate stage and says no more ESG, I'll take it. Yeah. Getting back to tonight, what the Republicans should do, because when Bill Clinton was uh, impeached in '92, he had a rally in the in the Oval in the Rose Garden with all Democrats and his supporters. Wouldn't it be nice if the Republicans rallied behind Trump tonight? They never do on the Republican yeah. conservative side. They never rally on each other. Well, Vivek said he'll pardon Democrats Trump, so do. at least they did. I respect it. Yeah. Iggy the Incubus says, speaking of corrupt presidents, I recommend Razor Fist's video: Abraham Lincoln, American Dictator. Oh, Abraham Lincoln's got a lot of bad stuff under his belt. 
the uh, the suspension of habeas corpus in the corridor stretching from uh, the south up to uh, Pennsylvania through Maryland. The uh, what, what, what did they do? They went and arrested a bunch of the Maryland state legislature because they were sympathetic to the south. Jeez. Yeah, some nasty stuff. Too. This was it? We should indict him too. Yeah, oh, yeah, dig yeah. up his corpse like they did with that pope. Pairs, but look, indict him. Here's here's the here's the moral challenge for classical liberals. The classical liberal position, the deontological position, is that Abraham Lincoln did wrong. The utilitarian and the moralist position is slavery needed to be stopped, mm -hmm. and preserving this country was a good thing. Mm -hmm. The outcome was undeniably good in a lot of ways. I don't think the outcome after the Civil War was was universally good. I mean, Sherman's march uh, march to the sea was was horrifying and monstrous and a lot and, and reconstruction was disastrous too, but slavery was just so much worse than than so much so it's 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 a tough question. Do you think Abraham Lincoln was a tyrant? I think there's a lot of bad things he did. I think unquestionably bad things. But the outcome, man. Yeah, I, I I am not in my current present life a utilitarian the ends don't justify the means mm. but then you look back at the bad things abraham lincoln did and the end result being the abolition of slavery in the 14th amendment and things that have genuinely protected people and expanded civil rights it's like he was know. certainly tyrannical tyrants aren't always bad you have good tyrants as well it, tyrant just means that it's an absolute ruler that's unrestrained by law or constitution is that true i thought that yeah. um i thought that like tyranny is basically just what you call it when a kingdom goes bad like tyrant means a bad king in the same way that uh oligarchy means a bad aristocracy and uh well, Ian's just reading no, I thought just how the terms are like is, classically defined the guy that uh, put athens um, on the map was a tyrant he walked into the city and was like i have athena with me and bow to me and they all did and then he and then he turned athens into the greatest trade hub on earth and he was known as this really great ruler very benevolent interesting yeah you know, i so i remember and again this is what i learned in school and i went to public schools so i'll take it with a grain of salt but what we learned was that these terms were basically like tyranny um and oligarchy and actually even democracy were originally pejoratives to refer to different systems when they went wrong so um yeah Sounds tyranny like is just what you call it when when a, a king becomes bad and then, like oligarchies, when you call it when an aristocracy goes I guess wrong, the, but that, that could again, the, the this great is what I remember study, learning in public school. The like case study years is ago, Abe Lincoln. So. Like yeah. he he was a tyrant, mm. but he did good. You could argue he did good anyway. You could argue, you could argue well, he did some good, but you, then you could also argue he could have done that good without the tyranny. Arguably, any wartime president is a tyrant mm, in any yeah. political yeah. system. Yeah. So that's kind of that's where we're kind of going with it. That's that's a really good point. I, I bring up. We we like to talk about all these great civil liberties. We talk about lib uh, classical liberalism, and I'm like, all those things disappear the moment a bomb drops. Because mm. ain't nobody is going to be like, you're allowed to say all of these things. They're going to be like, my children are in danger. Get out of my way. That's just it. Survival becomes everything. All right, what do we got? Tyler uh, Brayton says, even in prison, Trump can still run for president. If he wins, he can pardon himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if that's what actually happens? He's in federal prison, wins, and then he's like, give me the papers, signs it, and they open the door. That'd be so weird. Where are we at? Thomas TJG says, politicians, bureaucracy, military, and agencies are corrupt because we never held them accountable. If you break the law at any level, you should be held to two times the punishment because they know better. I agree. If you work in government and break the law, there should be special penalties. I think that's effectively how it works for uh, people in the military because you have military and civilian criminal uh, criminal procedures. I, I'm pretty sure I could oh, be yeah, wrong. Oh, yeah, like a military know. tribunal. Yeah, like if you're if you're in the army and then you go off base and like rob a liquor store, you get military court and you get civilian court. Oof. So it's like double. So don't do that. 
All right, don't commit crimes. <laughs> Do Unless the crimes are really, really horrible, like what the Nazis made uh, illegal. Wait, wait, wait. Then you're supposed to commit oh, a crime like against saying, the Nazi regime. The, oh, right, 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 right. Illegal. You're saying stop evil people. Yeah, law is not equated what? to good. Media like, matters wait. take that. I was like, Ian, wait, what? <laughs> Thanks for letting me explain myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's no, the thing. I, is, there I, are other I, shows I where everyone... On that. There are other shows where people would have jumped on you before you could finish. There have been so, way so, too many instances of history where people made something illegal that was good or made something... Helping law, and Frank was evil, you know. Helping Anne Frank was illegal. Yes, you should break the law to help Anne Frank. Yes, in that instance, <laughs> yes, that is my opinion. That was what the point you were trying to make was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the law is not morality. Where are we at? Ryan Grisaf says, "Someone please clean the microphone filters after this stream. It's bugging me." Amen, brother. Who oh, said? Wait, 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 wait. I got dust for days. I got like two years worth of dust Where's on that this lint one. Roller? It's take... in there. I think these need to be opened up and cleaned once every couple years or something. We just buy new heads. Mm -hmm. We'll just take this uh thanks. This thing right here and some ASMR. Look at that. There you go. Thanks, man. <laughs> there, I'll, I'll do clean, it once we're muted I, I after the show's mine. over. And now I so gotta I'm throw this thing now. away. ASMR <laughs> rubbing the <laughs> Alright, let's get back to reading stuff. Holy crap, he died, says, here in Missouri, we just banned child sex changes and ended state-funded adult sex changes. We also made it, we also made it so school children must play, sports uh, on team, uh, must play on sports teams that match the sex on their birth certificate. Otherwise, schools can potentially lose their funding. Very interesting. The birth certificate stuff, there's still a lot of challenge that we have to overcome. As it relates to all that, we haven't solved it, but I do believe there's a lot of good strides being made. Good, uh, good changes are coming. All right. Dreg TK says, please help. Great Texas teacher was in a car wreck while in the hospital. Their apartment was robbed, wanted to get them some help. Love you, cast crew. Thanks. But who is the teacher? We have no information, sir. I don't know. How do we help? All right. Well, where are we at? Where are we at? Let's grab some more super jets. Mr. Big, Mr. BG, sorry, says these people will put Trump in prison. He is acting like this is still a CNN fake news game, and he'll just be impeached, but nothing will happen. They are communists. This indictment removes him from the ballot in multiple states. Does it really? Someone look that up? Does being indicted remove you from the ballot in multiple states? This is the game they are playing. People, people will have to write him in. But a lot of people will just check DeSantis. You know? And if maybe the goal is to get him off the ballots in, prim in the primaries so that DeSantis wins. That's what matters more than the general. A blue state's going to vote blue. Yeah. No, says no DeSantis. First, he says he won't run against Trump. Then the man sits by and says he won't intervene if Trump is indicted. Then the man signs HB 269, then launches his campaign with minus five to charisma. Then he does this AIBS. A lot of bad stuff. A lot of bad stuff. Disappointing. Very disappointing. Publius says, I think the indictment is evidence they want Trump to be the nominee. Do they think they can beat him in 2024? They said it on The View. On The View, they were like, we want Trump to be the nominee. We don't want DeSantis, DeSantis to win. They think Trump will lose. They said that in 2016, though. Right. And they're wrong now because what helped them in 2020 was COVID lockdowns. And that was Trump's fault. A lot of it was. Not all of it, but a lot of it was. And people are like, what was he supposed to do about Fauci? He couldn't fire Fauci's bureaucracy. is like he could have sidelined him easily. He could have he could have assigned him to go work somewhere nonsensical. Didn't need to be at every press conference Seriously. on camera. Could yeah. have just told him to go chill in a closet somewhere. Yep. He could have said, I need you to fill out these forms down in the basement. Oh, we're doing a press conference. Come later. 
You Fauci, I don't want you on any camera, any public facing position. Stick in your lab and stay there. But him and Deborah Burks were just at every presser. Instead, he hugged him and kissed him on the nose. Smokey Bone says, forget Trump and DeSantis. Tim Scott is the best we've got. Tim Scott actually is pretty awesome, but uh, he doesn't reach that level. I'm not sure. Although a Trump Scott ticket. What if Scott's the VP? I think that'd be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Actually. I just saw Tim Scott on The View. That was, was it was it, yeah, amazing. Was, yeah, I thought it, so too. It was absolutely amazing. That dude is fantastic. So, what do you think about? I think Tim he's Scott? a calming presence for the president. Right, he needs it. You yep. Know? Was Tim Scott the guy who wrote the op-ed in the New York Times about needing to send in the guards? No, or so? no, that wasn't. That him. was uh, Cotton. Cotton. Never mind. Yeah, Tim Scott is what, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, oh, yeah, Tom, he's okay. great. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's a good dude. And he went on the View and he talked about. He nailed it. He said, you, you guys are telling these young black kids that they can't succeed, that unless they're the, the exception to the rule. He's like, no, you can't say you can't tell these kids. That you got to tell them to work hard and they can be successful. He's completely right. And then they kept saying, you're the exception. You're the exception. He's like, what do you mean? Like, I worked hard. Like, <laughs> it's, it, you're well, telling him he doesn't deserve to exactly, be there. Exactly. Because what you're saying to a person in that situation is you just got lucky. Not like you worked really hard. Not you earned this. You just got lucky. Yeah, that's that's that that is that's that's not cool, man. Was he appointed to the Senate by Nikki Haley because he was black, or was he appointed because he was awesome? Mm. <laughs> I think he's right. <laughs> I guess Nikki could answer that question. I think he's a good dude. They yeah, seem pretty cool. Yep, I think it would be a great ticket. Yeah, Trump, Trump yeah. Scott, he, he he'd be a good dude. Uh, some people have mentioned that's why he's fairly neutral and he's announcing he's getting name recognition and then might you know mm. go that route. But so, that'd be good. Two first like, names, I like it. Trump no, Scott. three first names: Timothy Eugene Scott. Whoa! I'm a big on. I'm bullish on people with multiple first names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just just yeah. to answer you, Tim, it doesn't disqualify him. According to Time, uh, if he's indicted, it doesn't disqualify him from running for the election. Just so you know. But does it remove his name from the state? The disqualify. I couldn't see that. Couldn't find it. Yeah. Th th what they said was it removes his name from the ballots. Right. And couldn't like, find that. And if he, if the Republicans, let's say they got five, eight percent more African American vote, the Democratic Party's toast. Yeah, it's true. Toast. Yeah. And we saw this a so. uh, couple years ago. I think it was 2019. They said that uh, black men are shifting towards the Republican Party. They are, yeah. And you see those viral videos where there's like young black men talking about how Trump's the guy. Right. And they and he's got street cred. Mm -hmm. They like him. They he's like he's him. a tough they guy. Mm -hmm. Beautiful Bacon says Trump literally is a DJ. His name is DJ Trump. He was merely living up to his namesake. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, you gotta make that shameless. That's hilarious. I think we do have to do <laughs> DJ, DJ Trump. Trump. <laughs> DJ Trump in the house. And Trump Jr. is DJ Trump too. That literally has to be a slogan, DJ Trump in the house, but it's the White House, and it's yeah. just a picture of that. That sounds, like a, oh, there. that sounds like a sitcom. That would be a really good show. It's about a guy who's, who's a DJ, and then he has to move into the White House because he got beat up in his neighborhood back in Washington State. <laughs> Is this just the Fresh Prince? <laughs> but, about... <laughs> but Trump. And Trump was done with South Florida. Now he has to go back on Tuesday to Miami. He's in, yep, yeah, yeah. Sergeant Buck says it wouldn't shock me if whoever edited that vid had no idea how to recognize an AI generated image and just typed Trump and Fauci into Google Google images. Oh. That's another possibility too. That's why I'm like when the people immediately come out and they're like we're allowed to do it because Trump posted a rhinoceros. They could have been like it was an error. Yeah. You know, we 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 googled the image and just put him in. You know what? That's I'm incompetent then. That's incompetent and, then. And better than malicious? Yeah, I guess so, but still very bad. I but. bet they're going to try to ignore it. We'll look up. That's I don't funny. think you could just. Yeah, I don't Deep think. Deepfake yeah. DeSantis. That's what I'm calling him from now on. Deepfake DeSantis. <laughs> Trump should steal that mm. from you. Old Deepfake and DeSantis deep over here. Deepfake DeSantis. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm looking at pictures of Trump and you know, Fauci. The funny There's thing some was really Trump's good ones. Birthdays on the Wednesday. Mm. He had an event, a uh, fun, big fundraising event on Tuesday the thirteenth at Bedminster, and now he has to go to Miami Jeez. for this indictment. So, oh, next Wednesday is his birthday. Next Wednesday's birthday. Happy Tuesday birthday. was a big event in Bedminster for the president for his birthday, but Wednesday now he's being summoned to hand them, uh, turn himself in. I wonder if they're planning uh, on announcing it on his birthday. Like this all seems so personal. Yeah. Scott Jeffress says, what's your opinion on the pick of DeSantis drinking with young girls? Was that fake? Was it shared by the Trump camp? I'm not simping for Ron. I'm all in for Trump 24. Just asking your opinion. I think when that came out, we criticized Trump for doing it. We like all groaned and rolled our eyes and said it was it was gross or something. And then we were just like, you shouldn't do that stuff. But Trump is kind of a dick. Like we know this. He's, he's like, he's crass in that way. And someone posting a photo uh, that is that is either like not real or a meme or insulting and then Trump reposting it being like haha you're dumb is very very different from a campaign ad that uses fake images yeah. they're they're bad don't get me wrong I'm not going to defend Trump for doing that we we groaned and we rolled our eyes but like this is a whole new level using deep fake images to smear someone in a political attack ad crazy so it was DeSantis as a teacher allegedly partying with high school girls uh that just to be clear of what the photo was it was what? It was Ron DeSantis as a teacher allegedly partying with high school girls. But is it real? Was it, it was fake? Real. It was According to Daily Mail. Yeah. What so, did they say? He would never do such a thing? Can you, you know, spin your real, real pick. Um, we might need to read, read through. Trump posts photo of Ron DeSantis as a teacher allegedly partying with high school girls. Yeah. So the women could be college girls. We don't Which know Which could that. be good. Yeah. Was he single then? Um, he, yeah, but I guess what would be creepy is a teacher with the high, high school, school. Yeah. but we need a, I need to dig no, deeper. I don't want to say the wrong thing about gnarly Marley says, I mentioned wanting coverage of the AI photo story in a daily wire comment earlier and the backlash was extreme. Some don't care. Some don't believe it or made excuses. Some just bashed you as a Democrat. I was rather shocked. Yeah, it's culty. Very culty. It's, it's weird how insanely culty it is. And it's really off putting. Let's grab some more super chits. Grab it by the balls. Just to follow up on that, I'm sorry. It says neither post contains evidence that the girls pictured were underage or establishes that anyone photographed was illegally consuming alcohol. Daily Mail has not been able to verify um, the people in the photo. So, Rundell Schmidt says Trump is not pro-choice, Seamus. He was the first president to ever speak at the pro-life march. Thank you guys for doing well, great work. Tim, thanks for helping people financially. No, I... I so Trump's... And th this is part of the thing, because Elad was asking this earlier, like, how could you um, pick Trump and, you know, over DeSantis? And like, my broader point is when it comes time to vote in the primaries, I'm going to vote for who's most pro-life at that time. I hope that that is Trump because I think he's a, a stronger candidate overall. But what I will say is when he he, he did achieve many wonderful things for the pro-life movement. But when he does things like attack DeSantis for the six week abortion ban and call it cruel, it is very off putting for me. Uh the other side of that is Trump does just kind of say things. I think that's a very responsible thing to say. I wish he didn't say it. I hope he doesn't believe it. We'll see how his positions end up shaking out as the campaign goes on. I hope he adopts a hardcore pro-life position. I absolutely hope uh, he's not, you know, going to stick with this or like officially adopt this position that a six-week abortion ban is bad. When you say you vote for the pro-life candidate, mm -hmm. do you mean because you like them both, you're going to go for the one? Or if there's someone just a snake that was pro-life and a really good person who was more for a or like not pro-life? Why, why would you trust abortion? the snake's actually pro-life? 
Like if it was just someone who's like, we want to go to war in the Middle East, we want to conquer, we want to destroy, but I'm in a super pro life. Would you go for that guy over? If it's a if it's a choice between a war with the Middle East and the war with a war with the unborn, I say neither. But I'm going to vote for the most pro life possible candidate, but yeah. even if they're like or a the most pro life person. I, I think it's a, I think it's an interesting question, but like overall, my principle is pro life. Yeah, but that the, is the most the important main issue to thing me. that we had to get done with Trump did because of the judges. It's back in the states. Yeah, no, I, exactly, asked, and so that's what I'm saying. I think Trump exactly, and I, so I think and this is why I praise Trump for that. I think that there were massive pro-life victories that happened because of Trump, because of his appointments. I think there's a good argument to be made that he was the most pro-life president we've ever had. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not dogging on him overall. Like, all right, everybody, it's time for the members only show. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. If you really do like it and you think we do a good job or that we're helping, go to TimCast.com, click join us. So you can watch that uncensored members-only show in a few minutes. It'll be on the front page at TimCast.com. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Adam, you want to shout anything out? Uh, you can follow me at uh, my Instagram is Adam5PR. Twitter is at Adam Matthew. And uh, thanks for having me, Tim. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am Alad Eliyahu, a field reporter here at TimCast News. Please follow us at TimCast News on Twitter for my work and the work of my colleagues. We do a really great job here. My name is Seamus Coglin. I have a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We just uploaded a cartoon today that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. It's, it's performing pretty well right now, so I think you'll like it. It's kind of about the Little Mermaid and these other race-swapped uh, reboots, poking fun at, at that uh, cash grab that happens a lot. Um, and if you want to support me and my work, go to freedomtunes.com and become a member. You'll get an extra cartoon each week that the public doesn't get to see. It's just for you. I'm Ian Crossland. I was very, I feel it was in a really down place today. I feel a lot better after hanging out, talking about oh. stuff. So if you got a group of friends out there, go hang out with them and talk about stuff. We're going to go deep on AI tomorrow morning too. Oh yeah, on the culture war. It's yeah. going to be me, Tim, and who is Zach the guest Voorhees. announced? Who, Zach Voorhees. Yeah, whistleblower from Google. He knows a lot about AI, so this is going to be a great conversation. And that goes up at noon tomorrow, Eastern. So 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. 1 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on the culture war on YouTube. I'll see you there. I will see you there tomorrow as well, Ian. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the morning. Uh, I enjoyed Already. listening to you guys' conversation. It was great. Uh, let's get to this after show. I'm Surge.com on Twitter, and uh, see you there. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out.